amazing that was so great that's amazing what's up y'all happy sunday i almost said happy monday because <laughs> it is uh, your homegirl danielle here hanging out with you tonight on sunday doing a very special episode of chill to action on the call to action network y'all we are so pumped we are so pumped i am so happy tonight to have here with me my favorite co-host mr paul denuzio that's right. It's me. It's me. It's PLD, and I am stoked. We this came together last minute. We had to make it happen. We had the opening. We had to say, Kelsey, can we take a little bit of call to action live and let's do a special action, special chill to action episode because we have such a great guest, which we'll get to in just a minute. Danny, let's talk about Kelsey's sweet sweet. That Kelsey. that is absolutely correct. Like I said, this is a very special episode of Chill. This is a chill slash call live episode we are here today with our favorite our sweet little lady love bug the harley quinn herself mr kelsey kirkland mr i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry i'm my brain hi thanks everybody (laughs) i know they contact me like hey kelsey can we take over live for a little bit we have a very special guest so i'm like depends on who the guest is and when they told me i got super starstruck and i'm like only if i can be on so i can meet him because oh my gosh this is like the most famous person i've ever met so i'm so excited it's true it's the legend, the legendary one, the only, and it looks like it's such a legendary and such a legendary guest that it might have frozen our screen for poor Danny. She is frozen in shock, so we're going to take her <laughs> off the screen until we can get her back on, and instead we're going to replace her with the greatest, the one, the only, the flirting flower. Hello. Call to action, people. How are you? We are doing very, very well. It is such an honor to meet you, sir. I've been wanting to meet you uh, for most of my adult life. You have been such a great inspiration to myself, to all the artists that I love. It's amazing that the extent of your great career and even this look, the chat is already going nuts. Oh my God, Ed has he is here. He is the flower is in the house. Uh, even uh, some people, let's see, I think I saw Julie Sheridan. I know she's the oh. mother of a great person, <laughs> Brett Sheridan, who we know. Uh, he's, she's watching. Uh, who's, and, this, who's this Julie Sheridan? <laughs> mother of Brett Sheridan. He's a person on, I know he went on SEN. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her. She's very nice, very nice. Very nice. Very nice lady. And I believe, actually, your friend might be in the chat, too, at a certain DJ Floby is in oh. the chat as well. So he's going back to Germany next week. Is that true? <laughs> oh, I don't. I, I have so many different schedules. I'm not sure what's happening, but, uh, you know, everything is, uh, as they say, up in the air. 
Uh, up in the air. Okay. Well, you know what? We usually start with uh, because you just Schmodown podcast. Now you do know what the Schmodown is. I know that you and uh, Mr. Harlop, Mr. J. Floodby, have made discussion of it on SCN. Oh yeah, yeah. The Schmodown, which is Schmo is German word. You know, it's Schmo like this, and um, it's in, for the movies and answering questions. And uh, 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 making like you know, like this wrestling kind of content, and it's very exciting, very wonderful thing to 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 watch and and be a part of, and hopefully someday maybe is the flouse can be a part of it. If you can find the time in your busy schedule, we know you have a lot of projects <laughs> in the works, but we would love to see you on. Uh, it would be great to have you there. Um, but yes, uh, that's where Julie Sheridan, Brett Sheridan is also on that show. So that's yeah, yeah. And so uh, the first question we usually ask is why Schmodown, but we're not quite there yet. So instead, with the legend as yourself, why don't we start at the beginning? Talk about where where is this, the flirt and flouse come from? Where was he born? Where were you, where your family is from? Well, I grew up in a very sleepy little town in Germany, actually called uh, uh, Schlafenville, uh, which means sleeping village. Um, oh. And uh, it it was only uh, like three hundred people who lived there. Uh, most of them were the Fert and Flaus's family, uh, so you know, not much socialization. All family and not many friends that weren't like cousins and aunts and uncles, you know, uh, mutifati, you know, all this. Right. And what, what did your parents do? Uh, my father, he was a farmer oh. and uh, my mother was a dancer. Uh, she was uh, she did the, uh, the, the like German, you know, dancing with the clogging and whatnot right. and uh she w- she also worked at uh in 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 you know like beer server so she she had she could carry uh 15 beers with mugs in each hand she had very large hands for uh, uh just a small small woman but very large german hands well that's that's very impressive i couldn't do that uh, i didn't dream of it the clogging. Now, I did hear we're in your youth, in your younger days, like teens. Didn't you win a clogging championship? Oh yeah, it was kind of my first uh, uh, experience with feeling the limelight. You know, it's like winning a championship, even in my village, just with all my family. You know, it, it was like, oh, maybe this is something I can take to the rest of the world and like show them. You know, like joy. I, all I remember is like the first joy I give to people, it was like magical. Their brains just open up and they feel the joy. That's that's phenomenal, and it led to such a legendary lifestyle. And was that so? That's your first thought of I want to get out of this town, maybe and maybe see the world. Yeah, yeah. I and, and I said um, to uh, my my mother, I said, you know, I need to get on uh, the jet plane and and see the world. And she said, "You know what? You are young. You you have no like uh, 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 relationship. You no married. Go. You know, follow your dreams." So I did. I did. I followed my dreams, and and dreams really do come true for some people. Not all of them. For me, yes. A lot of people know. Well, 
that, that's true. I mean, yeah, you... it's it's. I'm sorry, it's fact of life. <laughs> it is, it is, it is the fact. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like when these celebrities say all your dreams will come true because a lot of people's dreams never come true, and uh, I'm very open with people. Your dreams may not come true, that's true. and you may have horrible, miserable lives. <laughs> But not you, but not you. No, not, not me. You. Maybe this Brett Sharon, his dreams maybe they'll come true. But uh, the Flirt and Flowers, lots of dreams all come true. Very fair. Right? Wonderful. Can I ask about this wonderful background you have? Is this where is this in your house? I don't know where you're actually filming from. Yeah, this is uh, in one of, I have uh, 75 rooms in my house. Oh, wow. And this is the, the painting uh, slash Mexican blanket room. It's that's it's all it's just several different uh, art pieces that I've made and Mexican blankets and I it's somewhere I go to really just kind of you know feel comfortable with color and feel the colors and and just be one with uh, with with colors and and I actually can hear color. Oh, yeah, really? yeah. A lot of people are color blind, um, but I actually can hear color and color talks to me. Wow. Well, what does it sound like? It sounds like a, a beautiful angel singing, oh. or, uh, it, or siren. I hear the siren call of, of colors, and that's why everything in my world is filled with color. Uh, do, do you have a favorite color? One that you see more than others. Uh, my favorite color is, uh, is 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 just the rainbow of colors. But I would say titanium white because of the Bob Ross. He uses it because it's the base for most of his painting is titanium white. So oh, that's why nice. it's my favorite uh, color because it's 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 the start. Uh, it's actually white is um, uh, devoid of color. Gotcha. If I'm correct, if okay. I'm correct, or I'm the opposite of that. Black is all the colors and white is devoid of color. Sometimes my brain does not remember these things. It's actually whatever the fruit and flout says it is. I whatever have. you say it is, it's going to be truth. So. Well, that's that's how I feel. You, you know, um, there's truth for some people and then there's my truth, which is, you know, should be everyone's truth. <laughs> everyone's truth. So sure. Bob Ross, is he an inspiration to you? Is he another one? Oh, of course. The Bob Ross, is, he is so calming and uh, we every night we would put on the bob ross and and we would watch him beat the devil out of those brushes you know <laughs> and and he'd dip them in and uh he used titanium white he used uh, uh um uh, uh, I, I used to know all these colors and now my brain is totally having what they call a a brain brumps uh, which is a brain fart, I think, for you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> crimson, crimson is one of them. Uh, 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 no, okay. No, they, nobody can tell me. There's no one here. Sometimes I hear voices. Well, who doesn't? I mean, I just have to ask a question now. You have been known, known to work with the great DJ uh, Floby. And uh, oh, when yeah. did you come? When did you guys meet? And how did you guys get together? Uh, DJ Floby was one of my first uh, flatmates when I moved to uh, the United States for like, you know, I'm like testing the waters of the U.S. And you put um, back then you would put an ad in the paper, uh, the the kids today, they don't know these newspapers with, uh, you know, like you would actually have a physical piece of paper. And uh, I, I, he say, looking for a roommate. And I said, OK, you know, maybe I try this out. And he happened to be an amazing DJ. 
and uh, helped, you know, drive my career forward. Well, it's funny you should mention that because, uh, you know, this is your life. Uh, there, there he is. is. <laughs> In the house. Oh. Must have close up for the great Zephyrus and Flaus, please. Give him close up. Give him close up. I could do that. I could do that. Oh, <laughs> that's for PLD closer. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants that. <laughs> Hit the button on the top left there, Paul Easy. Uh, Hit button. Uh, I'm not sure that works. Oh, Daddy's back too, so we're going to get that there. We're up to big part up for everybody. Don't you just feel this in your in your body? Can't you see the colors in your eyes? For all of you, so this is a very special song that debuting here on this show. Here you are. Oh, that was from uh, kind of my doo-wop days. That is one part, and now if you want the classic, and then I will let you do your interview with the flowers. Here's our classic. Do you mind giving him his close-up one more time now? Oh, absolutely. Here we go. Flausen. Sausen. Sausen. In Action's house. In Sausen, Sachen, Sachen, Bausen, Sauten, Dausen. Sausen house. You're gonna call it inside of your house. In Action House, PLD here, PLD in the thousand, thousand house. This is the house, this is the house, and each is in the house. Hello, That's all you got today. All right. <laughs> oh, that's that's so floby. I will be I will be watching. Waiting. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, the floor. Thank you, DJ Floby. Thank you so much. Oh, classic Floby. He just classic Floby. But he that's how that he do. You know, he sometimes he just go. You know, it just but, brings you such joy. I feel yeah. so elated now. I yeah. it's it's a wonderful thing. DJ Froby is so powerful. He made my internet work. Oh. That's how oh. powerful. DJ yeah. Froby is. DJ has these things with his energy that makes like everything come alive. And that's why he made me, he found the inside of me and made me come alive. And that's how DJ Froby works. Okay. It's why you're such, it's why you guys make such a great twosome. It's, it's, you guys have taken over the world by storm. Yeah. Um, and it's just amazing to me. Yeah. Now, Daddy, you're, you're keen back down. You missed a little bit. We talked about his, his, his small-town life, his clogging championship, the first time he left. Um, so we're really into like, his first time. He, what was your first musical influences as a flirt and flouse that made you want to bear your soul over the world in such great ways? 
Well, naturally, the uh, you know David Hasselhoff is very you know very inspirational. But that was later on. Um, early on, it was uh, the Alba. Um, you know, uh, of course, not German, yes. but of course, very influential. And um, I, I remember Xanadu. Xanadu oh, made me feel like so alive. So it was lots of uh, most. I would say the discotheque music was my my biggest influence. Because I know you definitely did a little bit of the rock and roll, especially when you did this album right here, oh. Live in Las Vegas. Uh, that was such an inspiration to me. Look at just your stance. You're bringing people to their knees. Can you tell us about that experience when you were live in Las Vegas? Oh, that seems like ages ago. I, I was so much younger back then. Um, but to, to perform in Vegas uh, back when people could actually go to Vegas and be part of groups... That was crazy. Uh, in these times, you can't you can't do these things. Um, but you know, it was sold out every night um, for ten years, ten years yeah. straight. Didn't uh, didn't Sig uh, Singfried and Roy open up for you? Yeah, yeah. That's they they will not admit to this, but uh, Singfried and Roy they say you know no, we open for uh, the first files. I was like, okay, boys. <laughs> yeah, nice nice try. <laughs> <laughs> Play with your tiger some more. <laughs> I mean, it does it now. When you say Las Vegas, you're saying Zuffler and Flowers. I mean, they're, they come, they're cinnamon. Yeah. 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 Vegas was Zuffler and Flowers. Vegas was uh, my second home. And uh, it was, I couldn't, I had to hide. I had to have wear mask and, uh, you know, glasses and cover my face because I could not walk around Vegas without being bombarded by people's. Absolutely. Oh, I that, can't even imagine. I can you know. There's also another musical collaboration that I, uh, that was one that really made my heart sing. Um, can you tell us a little bit, maybe, about your collaboration with? Um, where is it here? I hope it's who I think it is. Yes. Um, you and Yanni uh, made such a beautiful sound together. Uh, how, how did that come about? Yanni um, is when I say I hear color. Uh, Yanni really understands this. He. He his music will lift your spirits. You could be in the deepest, deepest, darkest place. And when I say I need to be a collaborative with Yanni because he gets it. You know, there's some people they don't get it. Yanni, he gets it. Oh. And um it was just wonderful and we're still friends right now. He was just texting me earlier and saying like, oh, I hear you're going to be on this podcast, you know, and he wanted to jump in, but he doesn't know how to use a podcast camera. Mm -hmm. So sorry, oh, Yanni. Yes. <laughs> for you, Yanni. Maybe the, next time. He's, next like, time. he's next. like, they're all sold out on Amazon and uh, people are uh, price gouging. He, You do not price gouge, Yanni. You do oh, not do no. these things. Absolutely, no, absolutely not. Uh, now, you've made the circuit. You've done a lot of talk shows. Obviously, this is your first time on this particular podcast. Uh, do you have any favorites? I know that one time you were on, it was kind of a controversial episode. Maybe you can talk about it. Uh, when you were on with Ellen, Ellen's generous at some point. Uh, yeah, it, it was controversial um, because she had someone jump out and scare me. And, and I didn't <laughs> find that very nice. I said, why are you? Because uh, I'm I'm deadly afraid of lemurs, and she had um. It was actually Seth Rogen dressed as a lemur, but it was still very scary, and I'm still haunts me to sh see something like this to jump out, you know. And I'm not about being scared. I'm about being very like calm. 
So Ellen, I, I, I love her. I love her when she does, you know, dancing and, you know, be safe, be nice to people or whatnot. But don't scare people. That's not nice. Oh, no. Did she ever call you up and I mean, you guys hash it out eventually? Yeah, we worked it out. It's it's all good now. Um, I'm hoping sometime in the next couple of months. I know she's working from home now, but we're supposed to work out, uh, you know, another interview oh. you know now that uh, the 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 explosion of the the fruit and flowers has is you know, come back and into into the fray if you will yes now flaus i have to ask you something there's this hit craze going on netflix right now i'm sure you've heard of it i'm very obviously very much into it it's the tiger king and i know that there were a few rumors going on about you and carol from the tiger king so, I don't mean to put you on the spot right now as a flirt and flouse, but do, do you feel like you dodged a bullet getting out of that? Yeah, it's so. Yes, I love tigers. I work with, um, you know, I work with Zikri and Roy, you know. So I say, like, maybe I going to meet other tigers, and I see this Carol Baskin, and I feel like she's like. Oh, helping the tigers and being, you know, like a, a, a philanthropist for tigers. So I went, I visit, I have conversation with her. But something was very like, I say to myself, like, the hast ein Vogel is, you know, you have a bird, which means like you're crazy in German. So I said to Carol Baskin, I said, you know, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> so I stay there for maybe one day, take a few snapshots, and uh, I, I left. And uh, I am very thankful that I did. Uh, we are too. I yes, dodge that bullet. Did not want to be tiger food. Absolutely. You know, uh, there's another rumor going around. There's actually another controversy that you have been involved with. Uh, he's going to be Ed Haskell's bringing up here at Harold. It says that. Chuck Norris actually stole this from you. They're actually flousisms instead of the, all the Chuck Norrisisms out there. It's supposed to be from the, the theater flouse. Is that true? Yeah, because I think a lot of people don't realize I'm very, very strong too, <laughs> you know, and I know all of um, different types of fighting styles, uh, you know, uh, Kung Fu and all the other ones. <laughs> Right. So, yeah. <laughs> the names. I know so many names that I forgot all the names of all the other fighting styles. But um, I I actually trained Chuck Norris and he does not want to admit this. You know, he wants to be like, oh, I'm so tough. But um, yes, I trained Chuck Norris in, in every fighting style um, in, in the world. That I mean, I know you, that definitely did release recently that you had some underground activities, like where you were a secret spy uh, agent, and you were working for the U.S. government at this point. Is that something you that's been declassified now, or can we not talk about this? Though? Yeah, it's it's okay now because you know it's 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 out. Um, I did my job, and uh, these things, you know, it it. it, it it's now okay, but there was, it was touch and go for a moment. And I had a lot of, uh, um, you know, near death experiences. And, uh, but again, this gets me in touch with people because I feel, I know, I know the bad and I know the good. Mm. So this, these, these things like this, uh, they, they help you. I did. I, I've heard that. Did yeah. you use these to become like a consultant for action movies and spy movies because of all your oh yeah, yeah. experience? Uh, most spy movies or action movies are based on something that I experienced. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. I truly, truly believe that. 
I would also have to say that I read, I recently read, uh, I don't know if you heard the name of Brad Gilmore has written a book um, about Back to the Future, the famous movie trilogy of the 1980s. Um, I read something in there that I didn't know. Uh, perhaps you can talk to me about it. Instead of Michael J. Fox being one of the first people to play Marky McFly, they actually originally approached you. Is that is that true? I got a picture here. Oh, yeah. That was some uh, early, uh, uh, um, that was some early shots of, you know, it's, it's showing like, you know, uh, it was a screen test, if you will. And, um, it, this was very rude of them to say, but they said my accent was so all over the place. Uh-huh. They said they couldn't, nobody would be able to understand me. So they got the Michael J. Fox. But again, Michael J. Fox, wonderful person. Uh, and I no hard feelings, but I think I would have been able to get back in time. <laughs> I think honestly, I think that you might have overshown part of the problem. I mean, you're seeing that right there makes you think that you would have overthrown the rest of them. Yeah, and the movies are kind of shilly and I don't want to do these things. I want to uh, touch the heart on on the head, you know, and not so much make giggles for people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I do know also that you definitely learn when you're talking about your action movies and your spy stuff that you actually did briefly, briefly enter the world of uh, professional wrestling. Mm. Um, that you were working with the WWF back in the day. Yeah, um, yeah. that was your your your. You seem to have such a great mind for it. that face. Just oh. pops through me. Absolutely. I'm so out of shape back then. I'm so much better shape now. That was early on before <laughs> I really like started hitting the gym. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was Mr. Stinky Pants was my uh, name. Um, <laughs> And I would, uh, I had a special move. Um, it was called the Fripperuski. And uh, it was, uh, I think a lot of wrestlers stole it and called it like a suplex or uh, something like this. But uh, um, yeah, I actually. The Fripperuski. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's it, genius. It, it was sad because I had to quit because I accidentally um, killed someone. <gasps> um, and it was, it was a mis- it was a mistake. I just didn't know my own strengths, and yeah. I I put them in a lock, and I broke their neck. So oh. then they said, you know, maybe you can't do these things and, anymore. Um, but accidents happen, you know. That's what you get when you sign up for the wrestling. And then you know so there was true. a whole controversy with the uh, World Wrestling Federation taking the name and making it the WWE. Mm-hmm. So I said, don't if you take the name, I don't want to be part of this. That makes sense. sense. That's that's totally just good business sense. management right there. Yeah, yeah. Good decisions, yes, for yeah. sure. Now I know I did hear that there's another. There's a lot of controversy around the flirting flaws. I guess when you become as large of a celebrity as you are, that these things are kind of bound to happen. Um, that you do have a a love child out there somewhere. Is this something true? Is this? Have you do you know about this? You know, I feel like um, like the Bob Marley. Uh, Perhaps I have many love shots. I, you know, I, uh, I feel like, um, you know, what I have to offer this this shade needs to be spread. Mm-hmm. And um, I, this was all under the consent of the people I was with. And I said, you know, this is not like relationship. But if you want uh, a flouse baby, then maybe you get flouse baby. But I can't be, 
you know, in their life because I'm too busy with uh, all of my uh, other activities. But I think that, of course, the, the flouse seed has been spread in many places. I did wonder about that because I wonder if you do maybe feel a little subconsciously like you want to do something for them. So is that what was behind the, the idea behind uh, the Flausen movies, the animated movies that you were doing, Flausen 1, Flausen 2? Oh, did- yeah, yeah. Well, all of these – so I've kept in touch with all of these women, and I kind of have this, um, you know, I trust fund set up for the children, and um, I, I don't, you know – I can't be a part of their lives, but I can help them. So none of them are um, without money or none of them have no, you know, income for his children. So I play, I pay the child support, but I cannot uh, take them to the slides and the swing sheds and what have you. It's, well, you know what, Floss, at least you're paying the child support. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're a busy man. You don't have time yeah. for that. It's understandable. Yeah. And they understand. They understand the situation, I'm sure. It was a contract. It was yeah. contractual. Oh, then there you go. You were a father to the world. And mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's what I said. I said, you yeah. can't. Do, do you want the fathers to the world to be a father to your child? I can't. Too many children. The world are my children. So Your heart is too big just for, exactly. yeah. for, one, yeah. for one household. I get that. I completely understand that. Um, I do have to ask you to see my hat. I'm, I'm a big Queen fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did hear the rumor that uh, when Freddie Mercury passed, that you were actually going to be the next singer of Queen. Is and they had some test shots done of the video. Yeah, yeah. They, they. I was actually going to do all of the um, parts from the Queen. I was going to be every single member. Um, wow. And we did one test song, and they said. Um, if we release this, no one will ever listen to Queen again because it's so good. So that's the, why I did not get to do this album because they said, you know, and I, in respect to Freddie Mercury, I said, please do not release this. It's too good. You, know, <laughs> you, don't you, can't, you can't, you know, do not disgrace this man. He was a wonderful man, a good friend. And uh, I did not want to ruin his his legacy. I mean, let him have it. You have a lot. Let him have his. Yeah, yeah. I guess that. I understand that. Now, the world is definitely a huge... Uh, huge, huge fans of the flirt and flouts to the point where we've had uh, fan clubs, we've had celebrations, and there was even a flirt and fest uh, mm-hmm. in Germany. Uh, can you tell me what this, how that was? Was this the? I think this was the first picture here. Was the first the flirt and fest? Oh, I, it was so so wonderful. Everybody celebrating. Um, if as you see in the photo, um, the children would carry around the largest uh, bratwurst you ever seen. And that actually is a world record size bratwurst, um, and uh, it's. Uh, I don't think anybody has ever made bratwurst this large before. It's still in the books, um, but v- very sad. This year we had to cancel the first press, uh, as well as so many. I had uh, probably seventeen different uh, festivals planned, and all have been canceled. But I'm working on uh, an online, kind of like the Lady Gaga did last night, kind of an online thing where, it's, nice. but instead of bringing other, you know, other people in, it's just, I just do the whole thing. You know, I am the Jimmy Kimmel, I am the Stephen Colbert, I'm the singer, and I'm introducing, I'm the, all the nurses, I'm all the doctors. <laughs> Everything could possibly be. That's- yeah, I, I, I 
<laughs> I'm re- I'm really glad to hear that you're doing that. I had tickets to the Flauten Fest this year, and so I was really looking forward to those bratwurst, to those really big yeah. bratwurst. So I'm really glad that you're doing that. That's good to know. So hello, Roxy. <laughs> I and I'm sorry that we cannot refund those. Um, yeah. That's part of the the deal, and but you will get a discount when we start back up again. Well, you I think I already tickets. <laughs> not a full ticket, but I already think I already won because I'm here interviewing the yeah. flower. Anyway, so. the ticket itself is worth so much that even if you don't go, it's okay. It's yeah, yeah. just the ticket stub itself is frameable. So yeah. we're I know yeah. it is in a frame. <laughs> Now, uh, as we we don't ever really talk politics on the show, but I've actually heard, uh, you can stop me if I'm wrong, that you have considered, because you're such well-loved, such well-known, and you have such a big brain, that you've uh, you just thought you might run for some kind of government office, maybe in your hometown. And that was the mock-up, possibly, of the design you were going to go for. Yeah, that I, I think that right there shows everything. Um, you have the German flag, you have... Uh, colors that are screaming at you to say like this person can you know run you know and I think it may be Germany at first I think maybe too small but I start there and then I I branch out to the world but I eventually probably most likely will be president of the United States wow wow I don't know if the people could handle um, everything being so perfect it's going to be hard for when I get it because like the world would be so amazing that it might make people um, pass out with excitement. So Flaus, really quickly, I do want to point this out. Roxy brings this up in the chat. Where are his feet? Flaus, is it true? <laughs> this is the rumors that I heard. Is it true that you're the originator of the foot pick? You started the foot pick trend and that's why you won't do it anymore? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, and I, I feel sorry for people like Roxy Schreier who have um, not as beautiful feet as the flowers um, because my ranking is actually the highest ranking feet on Photopedia. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it. I had, again, once again, I had to back out of this because it's like you get tired of winning everything, you know, so you got to let it out for other people. But for here's this is for Roxy. I give you one, <laughs> oh. one shot. Wow, that's a scoop. <laughs> oh my god, everybody! Whoa! <laughs> I, I need, I need to know. Roxy <laughs> makes me giggle. <laughs> she does have a five star rating, and I think is a flirt. And you might actually have a five plus. Uh, from what I've been told. That is, yeah, you know, and we did some feet training together. After I, I took my title away, I said, I need to get Roxy to at least five, you know, and I, I think by the end of the year, she should be one. It, it, you uh, know. She should be the number one at this point, because as long as you're bowing out, then that, that would Yeah, 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 I will help her with these things. She actually does have another question going back to politics. How do you plan on getting around the law that you need to have been born in this country to be the president? Oh, um, well, the Fern Files is above the law. Okay. And okay. Um, of I don't know if you follow politics lately, but um, nothing makes sense anymore. <laughs> true. So that is a true statement. All of these, like, uh, what they call, like, rules or laws out the door. <laughs> Meant to be broken. Not to be political, but uh, Very cool. <laughs> everything is, uh, what's the word you say? Fucked. Fucked. 
yeah. And so, I so won't swear true. First swear word on the show, but that's right. We we swear. I mean, you did invent swearing, so we, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's only fair that people want to be cursed. Yes, the word fuck is actually uh, derived from flouse. Yeah, yeah. Flouse yeah. and fuck is a flirt. I mean, it's all over the internet now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My great, 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 great grandfather, um, you know, was the first one to be put in the guillotine or thing or whatever this for unlawful carnal knowledge. Uh, I don't, it's not guillotine, it's something else. But, uh, <laughs> I forget what it's called, also. <laughs> So much stuff in my brain, I can't remember these things. I have to remember, Understand. you know, sometimes I forget to brush my teeth. But... Uh, it happens in these days. I mean, you only have so much that you can do, right? Yeah, and, yeah. So, okay. Well, you know, we talked about your 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 poli- political career. Let's talk about your sports career. I did hear that at one point you were going to be a star football player. And, and I mean football, I mean soccer, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you, you were matched up against Pele, but you, what happened with that? Well, um, once again, it's like, do people want to see one person um, running around, scoring all the goals? You know, most soccer games, highest goal is maybe like four or five, you know, goals in one game. And I uh, usually would score around, uh, you know, like 15 goals. And people say, you know, what is this? Uh, um, what is this like American football? No. (laughs) So I had to, again, it's like you have to let other people take their dreams. You can't take all their dreams away from them. So another thing where it's like, I'm sorry, I'm so good. I need to leave. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, James Payne in the chat says, well, I heard a rumor that they were going to change the name because of that, because you were just so amazing. Yeah, yeah, Flausball. And that's, I think people mispronounce um, the the foosball table, because um, I invented the foosball table, and I called it the Flausball table, but they assumed because it's, it's called foosball, um, that uh, uh, that it was, they, they just kind of took that on. But if you go back to the copyright, it's actually called a flash. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That makes yeah. so much sense. Yeah. It really yeah. does. It's tremendous. Tremendous. Well, uh, it might be time. We do have a little bit of time for a little bit of a segment we do on this show. We call it Dies und Das. Ah, uh, this, nice. And we get to take out force, and you will decide whether uh, which one you want to go with. Maybe you can expand out of it, if you will. It's up to you. Really. Okay. To you. Uh, and the first question we always ask is the same one we're going to ask. Uh, maybe I don't know if you know these names under the staple in the podcast Team Guy or Team Traitor. Hmm. Traitor sounds so angry. So I like Guy because I like guys, you know, like all my guys are, hey guys, what's up? So I will go, Guy. Uh, that is the, uh, obviously the brilliant man that you are. You have making the right choice. I, I had no doubt that you would. Yeah, so perfect. You want a little, pit, little softball for you. Okay, uh, how about this? Uh, the you heard bro- it here first. first, first but that, that, you heard it here first. Folks. First. The fastest yeah. team guy. It's hard when you're around to me to not to take just, on my, my perfect accent. <laughs> that is to a team trader. It did call somebody Brad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's that true. Yeah, yeah. I guess the Flint Flask is team guy. It is canon. Canon. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you do. I mentioned earlier, if you do get in this mode down, you'll have to uh, look up Mr. Guy, and I think you'll be a great team with him if that happens. Perfect. Yes, yeah, oh. I'll check him yes. out. 
<laughs> Didn't think I could love the flowers more. That's true. Well, okay. thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, how about uh, the Berlin Wall or Pink Floyd's The Wall? Oh, um, well, I want to take down the Berlin Wall, but I want to lift up Pink Floyd's The Wall. Oh, oh man. It's, so if I need to choose... Um, it's yeah, that's my choice. Like you can't have uh, one up and one down. Fair enough. That's a good. Comment. How about uh, yeah? This might be one you've already answered because you did mention his influence before. But we have uh, famous German musicians. We have either Rammstein or David Hasselhoff. Well, um, I have to say that I am a Rammstein fan because I love to rock and roll. So uh, and really headbang, you know. <laughs> Um, also, I did a, a dance, a virtual dance yesterday, and my neck hurts, um, and I realized that I need to maybe hit the, uh, the pumping iron a bit more because my neck hurts from banging my head to Rammstein. Okay. It happens. It we does. get older. All right. I'm actually going to interrupt this or that because I have a question in the chat that I did want to bring up real quick. Who would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Oh, there's so many choices of actors that I have to remember the names of. But <laughs> I would say that it would have to be a hologram of James Dean. Oh, that's the only acting. Yeah, you could not. I don't think any living actor could capture me as much as a hologram of of James Dean. Uh, that would be good. Oh, there. Yeah. Bradley Cooper flowers is the uh, suggestion on the show. Oh, Bradley Cooper, he's nice too, but. Uh, I was thinking Brad Pitt also, yeah. Yeah, but he's James. not so attractive, so I think maybe James Dean yeah. would be better choice. Brad Pitt is, you know, kind of basic. Uh, a bit on brand, I can not not suggest Ed Harris in his intensity uh, as someone that would be a great person for a flirt and flower. Yeah, yeah, yes. But they need to be stunning. Yes. Just yes. absolutely stunning. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, how about the next? This on das schnitzel? Or bratwurst? Um, I'm a bratwurst guy, and I like uh, a, a veal bratwurst. I know there's a lot of controversy mm -hmm. about veal, but I, I like when my uh, animals that I eat were never allowed to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> it makes the meat so tender. <laughs> so good. That's a tender, <laughs> juicy meat right there. Yeah, yeah. Standing is overrated for food that you eat. They must right need to be very... <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. How about uh, Stallone or Schwarzenegger? Uh, well, we all know Arnold is a close friend of mine. That's why I gave him discounts. Uh, you know, ten percent friend discount. Um, so I would say Arnold Schwarzenegger because, of course, you know I am German. He is Austrian. Um, Stallone is. Um, I don't know what is he. He's, he's... I've never been able to understand that accent, yeah. so I have I don't no know idea where he's where from. from. But yes, Schwarzenegger all the way. Okay, all right. In the same vein, in the same vein of muscular men, Hans or Franz? Um, I would say Hans, um, because Franz, it, there was a party. Um, back in the uh, uh the Air chanel days mm -hmm. and he he gave me stink eye i did not <gasps> like this so really? i will always go with hans versus france wow is it, is it true that speaking of snl days is it true that you might be in the running to do your 13th time or 14th time yeah uh, 
they have this what six timer club or something I'm like you forgot about the 16 timer club, you know <laughs> so you know 17 or 20 i don't know it's, it's so many times it's, i can't even count it but i love the snl i just feel like sometimes i overshadow all of the cast members mm, yeah that's probably why they didn't bring it up yeah probably and I also am the, I, I sing, I'm the host, I, I run the cameras, I do all, all these all things. All of it. For, yeah. All that. <laughs> so really quickly, I have my own personal this for that. I'm so sorry, Paul. Oh, but yeah. I do have my own Ziflaus because this was a big thing for me to have you on here. I know that you choreographed for both of them, but I just want to know from this or that, who do you pick over NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Um, I'm going to go Backstreet. Um, because I think that they 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 started it all, mm. uh, and in Shink they kind of uh, glommed on to the Backstreet Boys. Um, if my timeline suits me right, that has to be big shade at uh, your former clients, uh, New Kids on the Block. That's, That's what definitely. I. I mean, I wanted to say New Kids because they were the original of this boy band. Yeah. Except for you know the boy band I used to have that they stole from, but exactly I, no, I knew no that there was bad feelings. blood there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, remind me, I'm, I'm getting. What was the name of your original boy band? Oh, it's it was called the 98 Degrees uh, Flow Street Boys. Oh. And you know, like they all took something from this and made their own group, and I did not like this, but you know, hey. It's a living for them, I guess. Who knows? Who even remembers these people? The, the, it's it all makes sense now. Mm-hmm. It's true. They actually pay you royalties for everything. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all the songs were ripoffs from all of mine. So. Knew it. I knew it. <laughs> How about uh, progressive trance or tech trance in your uh, your raves? Ah, yeah, yeah. I definitely know the difference between both of these, so I will go. <laughs> Progressive because I am a very progressive person. <laughs> That's what actually I was going to say. You're more of a, a boont, 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 and not a. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all about the boont. But I like to say like boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and. It's your signature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name of the album came from. Yeah, boots and cats. How about a German beers, Erdinger or Warsteiner? Um. I hate to say this, but I am kind of, uh, it, I like the Budweiser, even though it's not like German. So if I had to choose one of the German beers, I would say Erdinger, uh, okay. which okay. is a Pils, I believe. I yeah. I'm more of a lager <laughs> kind of guy. Uh, und, uh, I like something less stout than the real German beers, so I go with the Budweiser. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I want to feel American, uh, but with a German name. Well, it's true that you did the voice for the Budweiser Frogs, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just, did. You actually I heard that you trained the Clydesdales originally as well. Well, yes. Yeah, so you have to. These Clydesdales don't just learn how to ride themselves. You have to break them. You know, I've <laughs> broken many an animal, tigers and Clydesdales, and you know, lemurs and. Uh, you know, that's why I'm so scared of lemurs because they were the most aggressive. Uh, yeah, I did hear there was, I did hear some kind of incident with the lemur and maybe your left leg. I wasn't sure. Yeah, what... I still have a very huge scratch from a lemur. Um, but I did a tattoo around it of J-Lo okay. so that it reminds me. 
close personal friend Jello. Of yeah, my close personal friend Jello. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Is she going to be? Halo going to be on your uh, your festival that you're going to be put, putting on? Oh no, of course not, because it's all me. It's all but it's gonna be she, I hope she will watch it and she will pay uh, the price to watch it. You know, it is. I'm sure, she will. Yeah, yeah. Everyone will. It'll be the highest yes. broadcast show in the history of television and internet. Of course, yeah. yes. That's what I heard. All the money goes to um, me. I know a lot of people need money right now, but. Uh, Unfortunately, sometimes you need to just take all the money and run. That's, so. Speaking of taking all the money and run, John Kaiser wants to know, <laughs> tell him about the time you stole a cement truck in Knoxville with him. Sometimes you need cement, you know, <laughs> if you need to, it's like, true. if you need to hide a body, if you don't have cement, you need to, you know, I, I think I revealed something I shouldn't talk about, but Kaiser, you stinker. <laughs> You, why do you do this to me? You, uh, uh, it's it sure all the dirt is coming out. Yeah, it was a debate that I had uh, uh, taken care of. It was it was for Kaiser. He was so close, so I had to make this person disappear. Oh wow! So that makes sense then. If it's for Kaiser, then that totally makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, and that's I was completely bank. exonerated. So that's what he does. He does a bank job. That's it was what a bank job. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy the Bank <laughs> Furstenstein. Yeah, that's what his name was. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Of course, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He was a bad person. I don't feel bad for making him disappear. Uh, a lot of people wanted him gone and couldn't take care of it. So, but they saw that. That's why. Uh, they, that's why Kaiser called the flowers. Uh, yeah. You have a particular set of skills. Actually, you have a particular set of all skills. Yeah, yeah every yeah. skill. All of them, yeah. I have skills that people have never even heard of, and they will be revealed someday. Someday. Oh. Okay. okay. Well, I'm going to end this or that on that then, and uh, we should get the chat if you want to start throwing in some questions. This is your maybe your one time to talk to directly to the flirt and flouse. So uh, absolutely, this doesn't come every day, guys. To get some no. good questions. And hey, you know, you did mention maybe going to the showdown. Maybe the dungeon's going to select you. Maybe that's what kind of just putting it forth. I put it out there. Maybe that will happen. We don't know. Oh, you, don't you stinker! <laughs> <laughs> maybe I find cement truck for you guys. Huh? <laughs> maybe. Maybe no Kaiser disappears. You know, oh. I don't know. You know these things happen. Yes, Accidents do. happen, Kaiser. All the time. That's a scary face right there. <laughs> JJ Winwood wants to know if the Flirt and Flowers can wish his sister Ashley a happy birthday. Ah uh, yes, uh, Ashley zum Geburtstag viel Glück. Das ist from the Flirtin House uh, and uh, uh, zum Geburtstag viel Glück. Yeah, yeah. Zum Geburtstag, Lila Ashley. Zum Geburtstag, viel Glück. Happy birthday, Ashley. Happy birthday. Oh, Bella. Lucky Chan wants to know, how's Patty Boy? Do you you know this Patty Boy? Oh, yes. Patty Boy was um, in lots of trouble, but they called an ambulance, and uh, it was taken care of, so... And I feel uh, there was a full recovery of Patty Boy. I'm happy mm-hmm. to say. And I donated some money to a Patty Boy's recovery. Yeah. Six cents. I do wonder if Roxy I don't have much money. Chat. I know she was very to, I have to spread it p- little pieces, you know. That's of course, absolutely. Uh, Jeremiah Morris wants to know if your favorite person being DJ Floby or uh, a Christian Harloff, the man that you met originally on SCN Live. <laughs> 
well, I've I, I've known Floby longer, so I have to say Floby. But this Christian Harloff, he has uh, revitalized my career. So um, that's a tough one, you know. But Floby, I think, as far as history, Floby and I go back way more. Fair enough. Fair enough. Nice. Dean Morgan wants to know if you would team with uh, aforementioned Brett Sheridan to win the Smodown Tag Titles. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course not. This this man knows nothing of movies. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I mean, I, it's like what? What's the what would the team be like? Uh, oh, do you know? Do you remember what you saw yesterday? If they had that question, he could not even answer it. So, no, I need a, I need a, a, somebody who can match up with me uh, as, as 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 a master of the film. Uh, to be fair, he is undefeated so far. That is- he is undefeated so far. That yeah. is true. Yeah, I think that's a joke because <laughs> you only have one match. So. <laughs> Uh, Patrick Padmas, who's your favorite person to tour with? I know you did Madonna for a while when you were doing your dance. I know you you toured with Bon Jovi at your rock stage, and you did Michael Jackson at one point, I believe. Who was your favorite person? To tour with? I think it was um, the '90s band Jackal. Um, Jackal, in, yes. Yeah, yeah, I love the Jackal because uh, one of their songs they play a chainsaw. I believe. Yes. Uh, so it's, I mean, if you can play a chainsaw, you know, I, other than that, you know, it's like chainsaw or um, Ian Anderson uh, um, playing the flute for, um, God damn it. Jethro <laughs> Tull? Jethro Tull, yes, yes. So the flute is a very interesting instrument and, and also the chainsaw. So those two together, I think if we could get together and do both, Jethro Tull and, and Jackal. That's <laughs> great. All right, ben Rainer wants to know if you've heard of the Spodown manager, Finstock, and could you beat him Ooh. in a Spodown match? I think I could beat uh, Finstock on anything. Oh. You know, he if it was a, like just walking contest or something, you're know, like this. Um, uh, he's a very strange person. And uh, I don't think he can hear colors like me. So, yeah, I think I could beat him. I, I think he might be right on that. But we'll know. We'll be, we'll be talking to him in a couple of weeks, so we'll ask oh. his opinion on that. So I'll have to see what he has to say. Yeah. Uh, Jay Scott, for real, what's the most essential part to tough to hair care? Oh, yeah, it's all about um, the um, VO5 uh, 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 hot oil treatment. So you have to give it lots of lots of treatments, and um, then just a spritz of, of a hairspray, um, Aquanet. You have to go old school with it. You can't Aquanet. use this new stuff that has like things that don't ruin your lungs. You have to use the old one uh, because that one really gets into your lungs and and you know and also keeps it nice and tight. Yeah. Well, I guess that actually answers. Sure. Uh, <laughs> ask how do you keep it in place? Now we know a little bit of that. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely, you have to use uh, a very old hairspray. I actually have hairspray that used to be my mother's. Um, <laughs> it, the can was, is this big, like they used to make them this big and they lasted you for, um, 40 to 47 years. So I still have this. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Jeremiah Morris wants to know, when did you find the time to write the books for Stephen King? We know that Stephen King is maybe your, your, your pen name or is I have you written those books with all of the things you've done in your career? Well, I think uh, we talked about this on um, 
uh, on the SGN, but I do clone myself. I have many clones out there, um, and they never are seen, but they are trapped in my basement, and they work for me. So um, I am. They get fed. People say Do you feed them. Yes, of course I feed them, but they just can't see sunlight because that would you know keep, make them want to leave. So yes, the clones do all this for me. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That's, it does. I would think that. No yeah. Samantha Ramirez says she's a big fan of your charity work as well as your music. We all are. Mm -hmm. What's your inspiration behind the Flouse in Your House Foundation? I just felt like if you have a charity, people like you more. So, and it's it's all about making yourself feel better. So, if you have lots of money and you feel guilty for having your money. You start a charity and then people say like, oh, this person is good. But you, the thing with charities is like you have to talk about them all the time. You can't just give the so money because then who's going to make you feel good about yourself? You have to constantly, constantly talk about your charities and, and really, really tell people about it. Not because I'm going to tell you how good you are. Yeah, yeah. If you silently give to charities and they don't, you know, you don't get any recognition. How does that even feel good? No one <laughs> understands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's the What's point? The point? Exactly. What's the point? Um, can you? We did explain the paintings earlier, Dean. I believe you mentioned the, the two parts yes. of the house. Oh yes, this was something I made um, with my clones. Uh, we each got to pick out a different area. It was kind of we have painting Mondays where I interact with them in a way that isn't you know, making them do the writing and the singing and all this. So we kind of created this and there's a rainbow here. And I think there's even a piece of pizza on oh, this yeah. side. No, oh. this side. Yeah. So, and one of them really likes pizza. Um, probably because that's all I gave them to eat is pizza. <laughs> that's very nice. So, well, that's super nice of you. Yeah. That's an essential part of a clone's diet anyway. I believe it's just pizza and soda and candy of some yeah, sort. Yeah, it has I'm all sure. the food groups. It's you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Uh, it's not delivery. It's a journal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chris Adams wants to say it's a, he wants to give a message to Brett Sheridan. If you could, I know you go back into SCN. Yeah. Leave this message for him. Wants to let him know that he, how much of a treasure he is and that he deserves a lot of praise. Oh, Danka, uh, Danka, I will, I will, I will say something to him when I see him next. Um, it's, sometimes it's hard to talk to him because he's always crying, but uh, but if I see him and he's not crying or hanging his head in shame, I will say something to him. All right, because if he's crying, you don't want to interact with him. No, right? yeah. no, no. You want to get no. far away from that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, do, actually, a question here. Is it true that Marvel Studios offered you the part of Captain America? Oh, I have heard this before also. I did too. Yes. Yeah. I, I heard that as well. Right yeah. there. There it is. Again, we did the, we did the, some screen tests, and they said... Um, uh, that you know you you fill out the costume too much you know like so it's it was too much muscles so I tried mm -hmm. to lose the muscles and I couldn't do it because it's something ingrained in me that just muscles want to pop out all over the place so I said you know what let someone else have it I didn't see these films going anywhere anyway mm -hmm. um, and they did I don't think they did too well no they, they were no, okay. no. Okay. I did hear that actually when you flexed your pec once you broke one of the cameras. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Uh. They tried to charge me for that. I'm like, no. What? But they still, they still kept your mold, like your, like your body frame mold for... Oh, yes. It's in the Smithsonian. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Perfect. Oh, uh, what a Dave, perfect 
It'd be music wants to know which world leader is the Flash's favorite. Um, well, of course, be me. You know, when I rule the world, I will be me. You know, I can't pick someone who is lesser than me. Of course. Why would you? Absolutely. Sure. Uh, Flaus has the true America's ass. That's true. I mean, even mm-hmm. that is true. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, have you ever colored the tough? Maybe a red for Valentine's Day, green for St. Patrick's Day, red, white, and blue for the Fourth of July. Um, one time I did unicorn and put it up for fun, mm-hmm. for charity, for the children. Uh, but other than that, you have to keep it always just perfectly same color, same swirl. Uh, because it's all about consistency. Yeah, it's your trademark, absolutely. Yeah, it's so want to mess with perfection. No consistency. No. Yes, consistency. Yes, absolutely. It's important to be consistent <laughs> at, at all times. Yes. Uh, Lucas Shashek wants to say: Has the flouse had any complications as a result of having any of his stumping clones out in the wild? Uh yeah, one escaped one time. Luckily, I had tranquilizer gun, and I just and brought him back in. I haven't had to exterminate any of the clones, which is nice, you know. It's you don't want to it's like looking in the mirror and then killing somebody who looks like you is very scary. So, right. but if if it came down to it, I would have to do it because yeah. they can't know, you know, right. the world. And it's only you who can do it. You're the only one who is able to kill them. Like no matter what any of us do, even if we tried, no. it wouldn't be able to be taken down at all. It's got to yeah. be from your own hand, right? Yeah. I, I use I use uh, I I would have to use just pure strength yeah. to do it with my body. Just, so, yeah. Yeah. Just the bare hands on those clothes. Just a, a deep stare, you know. Sometimes a yeah. stare will That's a pa- that's a very powerful stare right there, man. That's ugh. Uh, Will Franklin wants to know if it's true you are related to Hansel and Gretel. Uh, oh, the, the fictional characters? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not related to the <laughs> fictional characters, Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> uh, good to know, good to know. Yeah, the Brothers Grimm, yes, I am related to them. But hey, Hansel and Gretel, mean? not so much. Well, maybe Hansel and Gretel were based off of you in some way, possibly. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like I would let a witch eat me. (laughs) (laughs) Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Ben, Rainer wants to know, what is it like mentoring Mugatu? Oh, yeah. This one totally makes sense to me. (laughs) Maybe one of you could uh, explain. Well, Mugatu, as you know, was a yes. very famous fashion fashion designer. He worked with with Derek Zoolander, the famous Derek Zoolander. Ah, yes, yes, I I remember so, this Zoolander. So, uh, what a lot of people say is that Mugatu definitely was an apprentice of yours for a long time mm-hmm. and stole everything that he goes by. Like his whole identity is just basically ripped off of what you showed him. And because of this, that's why I forgot his name. You know, I, yeah. if you if you do me like that, I do you like that. I yeah. say no more. It's wiped from the brain. Yep. Yeah. So Ben, it was a big mistake to bring up Mugatu, and yeah, it's obviously yeah. deep scars right there. That one I wiped out of my brain long, long time ago. Yes. So right. did anyone who watched Zoolander Part Two? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, ben also wants to know how do we know we're the real flouse and not a clone? Ben, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you, Ben? I, w- I don't let them out of the basement. Why would I do this? Yeah. And actually, the clones, they're, they're, um, there's some 
issues with when the cloning happens and all of their tough swirls go the opposite direction. So that's oh, that's how you know. That's how you tell. Yeah, Boom. Yeah. That is how we know. Oh, that's great information to have. Everyone make mm-hmm. sure that you write that down. Yeah, yes. you, you you always know the real clone because of the direction of style. But sometimes when you shoot these things, maybe it's opposite direction too. So who knows? Mm-hmm. That absolutely, is true. Absolutely. Well, I know that looks like the chat's running. I believe that we only had you for about an hour tonight, Zeph Flirt, and we wow. are so happy, so honored that you gave us this amount of time yes. with your busy schedule. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug uh, and tell us about your upcoming adventures? I just want to say that uh, there's so much to look forward to. Um, so don't look backward, look forward. And just know that um, someday I will rule the world. Yes. Someday you will rule the world. That's right. I'm sorry. I went out for a minute there. I Sometimes I escape into my mind. But uh, yes, and I, it will be a good ruling. I will rule with a very gentle touch, but a firm, gentle touch. Fair enough, fair enough. And before we go, we will uh, do one more little dance-off to go to say goodbye to the one and only Zuffalette and Flowers. We lost the music for the last We did. We lost it. Lost Paul as well. (laughs) Paul was taken by it. He couldn't tell What happened? We're going to go out that way. It was too powerful for our stream. Broke the internet. It broke the internet. Broke the internet. But either way, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I will uh, see you soon. Zeflaus, thank you so much for coming in and hanging out with us tonight. You have been a ray of positive light inside of this very dark time. So thank again, Flaus, thank you for coming back into the spotlight. The world needs it. Thank you. That's true. The Flaus 2020. So the Flaus. Juice, juice. Okay, everybody. Thanks again for the Flaus. Uh, and thank you again, uh, DJ Floby, for also making an appearance. Yes. Everybody in the chat. Uh, now, stick around, guys. Uh, I don't know if it was ever made clear, but we did tend to hijack Kelsey's uh, call to action live show. So we are going to turn this over to Miss Kelsey, and we'll do a little bit of our call to action live show talking about the slowdown happenings this week. Kelsey, I turn it over to you. Yes, thank you guys so much for joining us for that amazing chill episode. I still can't believe I got to meet him. Like, it's just, like, mind-blowing that this got to happen. So thank you for offering this opportunity to have this happen on my show, guys. Danny, Paul, it's life-changing. Thank you. And so now we're going to move on to a way less impressive portion of our show, but still fun. We are going to do Call to Action Live, where we talk about the match we had this week on Schmodown and speculate a little bit on things that are upcoming in Schmodown as well. So we've already introduced ourselves, which is usually what the next thing we do is. So let's just go on to the match, I guess. That's right. This week's match, Ace versus the debut of Robert Parker. Wow. Oh, it's a true Schmodown debut. Wow. Two debuts. No, no. Actually... 
Ace had a match um, in season two, I believe, with the Wangers at some point. I believe so, but they did mark it as a debut on the showdown. So it's not, it's not like he has like an O and one or one and O, right? Whatever it's called, it's a total debut for for uh, Mr. Andres Cabrera. I love to say his name; it's so much fun. You, you would, yeah. you would definitely. We'll leave that to you. I'm just gonna say Ace because I don't say it as impressively as you. Quite the rolling of the R's that, uh, that Danny has. Yeah, as well. I can't do that. My I mean, I can't speak that. a lot of Spanish, but I can roll my R's. Hey. <laughs> but Kelsey and, and Danny, let's face it, this was an ex- for one of them. It was a very, very extremely impressive debut. It, it was the other sure. one. It was not quite the debut he wanted to have. I think is what it, what it all rolls down to. <laughs> you know what? Um, I think that we all know that Robert Parker did an excellent, an amazing job. Robert Parker literally did not miss a single question no. in this entire round. No. But I don't think that Ace did a bad job. I think that he did a pretty decent job with the showing. Um, I think he's. Uh, I think it was very obvious that he was rusty, especially getting a category that he felt strong on and then just didn't kind of show up for that category. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Samantha does say it now they were some of the more harder Harry Potter questions that, that had been shown in, in the league at that point. So that's absolutely that's a hundred percent true, Samantha. I absolutely agree with that portion. Parker will do better next time. I'm not sure how much better he can how do. Can he do how better? can he do better? He got every question right and made some seals. Unless he's talking about maybe he meant Ace is gonna do better. And it could be I think Ace honestly um, probably is a, a lot better than it looked like. I mean, he, just yeah. because he because like, he was going up against somebody, Robert Parker, who had such an impressive debut, it was hard to yeah. look good at all. If he was up against somebody a little bit like more, not quite at that level, it might have been a better match, and he might have we might have had a better appearance to him. We've been like, okay, oh, he had an okay match, I and mean, he goes somewhere with it. It just looked bad because of, yeah. of who's who he and, was against. And who knows what the mentality he was in coming in? Because like, think of how hyped Parker was. Like, just about a beast everyone's been talking he's is like that picture going up against that for your debut i i would be in my head you know what i mean like i would you know overthink questions and kind of like okay i gotta get this right because oh my gosh against parker and people have been talking about him you maybe psych yourself out a little bit Mm. i'm the opposite i don't feel like i would at all i Mm -hmm. i feel like i would go in there knowing that i have nothing to lose in this match which could also be a bad thing which could make me feel like maybe that would be something that i wouldn't prepare as much because there's so much hype around robert parker Mm -hmm. everyone expects him to to be this type of player in the league and so what am I going to do? I'm going to stress myself out for this fucking dude who everyone is claiming is going to romp on Kevin Smets and and run and dominate this league. No, I'm a chill. Like I don't have to stress myself out that much because if I win, woo, I beat the kid. And if I lose, no one expected me to win anyway. Right, absolutely. So that's my that, but that's just my personal mentality. How I would how I would go into it, and I could see that that could be where someone would be a little less a little bit lax on studying and going into something like that. But um, I think, I think if he just does a little bit more deeper dive, especially because we all know where the inner geekdom is now, mm-hmm. you got to study. You yep. really got to get in there and understand some of it. And it's, and uh, these Harry Potter questions were definitely something to show on that. Cause I don't think any of us expected Harry Potter questions at that caliber. Oh, absolutely. Right. And yeah. uh, I did say that, 
in the chat there, William Harold kind of clarifies can't set a points record with a KO. That's no. true. If he goes up against somebody like a Smets, he could, he could be seeing Absolutely. points record shattered uh, at that point. So that's, that's a good They're just going to go point for yeah, point with each other. The 45 minute mm-hmm. sudden death category. <laughs> that would be oh glorious. <laughs> That's exactly what would happen between Kevin and Parker. Like that's it would go into sudden death, and we'd be here for fucking forty five minutes. I can't uh, wait for that match. I will one of you get a question wrong, please? <laughs> Just to let Von Bracco or Bacco, sorry, Von Bacco says he thinks Parker could beat Smets, and that's I mean. Uh, I am a big Kevin Smets fan. I'm also a big Robert Parker fan. Uh, but if anybody had a shot at beating Smets, it probably would be Parker for that exact reason. That's going to be about who blinks first. Um, who blinks first? Absolutely. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know who's going to win. I my heart says that it's still Smets, um, but I don't know. I can't say. But I, all I know is that whoever else faces them, it's got a tough, tough road ahead of them, and that includes. That includes Chandru, that includes Kalinowski, that includes mm-hmm. anybody else. I don't know, Kalinowski actually might not be doing interviews. I possibly heard that this year. He's going to concentrate more on singles and tags. I heard that. I don't know if that's entirely kosher or true. But, but then he got, if Mara does come back or if Dan Merle tries his hand, I'm interested to see what Dan Merle does in our geekdom this week. I mean, he's so good in, in the regular that if he puts his mind to it, actually studies it, it'd be interesting to see mm-hmm. how well he does. Um, but it's like you just said. If you're not in it to win it, like you might as well not even try to try because you got to be on your A game the whole game. There's, yeah. no, there's no slack. Absolutely, I do. I agree. I I will always stand behind Kevin Smets. Um, I will never not root for Kevin Smets. Kevin, if he's competing against anyone, I'm rooting for Kevin Smets. But um, I think Robert Parker. If if there was anyone who I could think that could could give Kevin a run for his money. It is Robert Parker. Um, I think that I think a fun match to see down the line that we know will eventually happen at some point is Robert Parker versus uh, Shandru. Yeah. Yes. And I think just because the history with uh, Dandapani and Smets um, and just Kevin has always been super open about how that was his toughest match that he had to compete in. So I think watching Parker and Dandapani against each other would be a really interesting match to see, to see how they would level up against Kevin. Right. Very right. true. It sounds very true. Um, you know, Jeremiah Morris also brings up a good point that one of the things we might not know about is Parker and the bus route. You exactly. don't know that because that, yeah. you know, that's Ben Bateman, big advantage in him, for him. Yep. And same uh, with the betting round too, because there's mm-hmm. a lot of strategy involved in that. So like mm-hmm. that's a big oh. gameplay. What, what's Parker's gameplay like? You know what I mean? Although, mm-hmm. although will it be? Because I mean, as far as betting around goes, if there are people who are not missing anything, and mm-hmm. they both have three, just because they know everything, that's true. It might not be as I think the betting, the speed round might be the might be the make or break round for, for mm-hmm. this one for that kind of match anyway. That's but true. we are looking ahead. Well, we are still looking ahead. I mean, that's hard yeah. not to. It's yeah. hard not to. But Schmetz has to beat Chandru, and Chandru did you know take him to the limit last time? Yeah, she was. A, it was a match. It wasn't a, a walkthrough. We don't know who Parker's going to face next. He could face he could face Brandon Hanna possibly next. He could face um, I don't know who else was out there at that that's, level. That's what uh, whenever we finished our reaction, it was myself, Alex, and Nat on the reaction for um, for the match. We were trying to figure out who we would think uh, Ace would go up against next. Like who would we 
Mm. We put Ace up against after this, and we were just trying to go back and forth with it. And I think some of the names that we threw out were uh, Emily Jacobson, Emily Rose, Adam Lavic, 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 I think Hannah is more proven in her geekdom mm-hmm. than Damon is at this point. So I would, I'd want mm-hmm. Damon to face somebody else before he had to face Parker. Me too. Um, Me too. Parker. I think Parker wants to face Damon, though. We saw him take the mic from him in Atlanta. And just like, mm-hmm. you know, so that I think that that match is wanting to happen. People are wanting that match to happen, especially after the little bit of trash talk and things that happened. Good, very and well. Roxy probably wants to see. Damon beat Parker because she was offended that you know he took the mic from her, and I don't blame her because that was that was their moment. Right, right. <laughs> Parker, sure. Parker's doing a great job with the show, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I I mean he's not being super into a character like he's not deep diving into mm-hmm. this totally different sort of character, but I do think that he's coming out with a particular type of confidence and swag. Sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, with a particular type of swag that he comes out and he carries himself very well and I think that um, especially because Parker has been involved with the fan leagues for a long time I think this is a good testament to how serious some of these competitors in the fan leagues take the show because mm-hmm. it's not just kind of coming out here just woo down now yay he came out here he did a thing showed face um came up looked very well next to kaiser yeah. um they, they look like they, got, yeah, they mm-hmm. look like they have a good solid vibe going on that cut scene that we got before the match was amazing i love the three of them together wasn't it so fucking cute i thought it was adam Witt in the back it was not it was um the other guy from the butcher's boys and i can't i can't think of Owen, his name right now Owen Mugen. Owen, Owen Mugen yes yeah. it was Owen, Owen Mugen in the back that was such a great cut scene it was super cute and um that's a good point that's got a good point but I mean that's where Swag got their name Swag got their name from that that poise and that style <laughs> and and that's what he's coming out with he's coming out with this this really big sort of confidence um, that that I think is is good for him because he's hyped up as much as he is. He needs to make sure that he comes out with that good, solid, strong mm-hmm. character, and he's doing it. And I think he's doing a great job so far in the show. And I'm so proud of you, Super Super Parker. And one thing I want to say about what Jeremiah Morris said is that's a lot of people to have to go through to get to him. And this season, I think seasons are going to look very different this year, just strictly because of how limited of time of matches we're going to have. I, I think they want. A, for example, Parker versus Smith's match. And so they're not going to give a six month road to it. They're going to want to get it kind of going, if that makes sense. So I think the road is shorter than usual, probably. I think they're gonna if they're gonna have if they have a spectacular at the end of the year kind of thing, that's what they're gonna they're yeah, going to have that's that happen in there. So I think you're probably probably one or two less. Maybe starts with Damon, maybe mm-hmm. then goes to Hannah or Chandru and then smashes that. Yeah, that's, that if if he continues to win through that cutout exactly. with one of those people. So well, um, should we talk about the other matches that are coming up now? Uh, I don't know all of the exhibition matches, so please I list them up if you can. Paul, I do. Care. I have them all. We actually have our not. We have one non-exhibition match next week as well. We still have like 
we have four non-exhibition matches left, and we don't have to talk about them. I'll list them out. We got Cla- yeah. Next week, we got Claudia Dolph, the much-traded Claudia Dolph, who's now on corruption after being on the Burning Droogs and in the dungeon, now on <laughs> corruption, versus the Warfather, Eric Barnes, who's on the Burning Droogs. Mm-hmm. In a singles match, which is interesting, I don't, because the Warfather yeah, was in the team last uh-huh. year, so that's an interesting one. Uh, yeah. We have the team match, the Rogue 2 versus the Wicked, Row two is from Swag. It's Adam Plavik and Liz Shannon Miller oh. versus The Wicked, which is Jared Habon and Jim Vit. I can never say his name right. Vedvoda? Vedvoda? What is it? Vedvoda. Vedvoda. Okay. From the Rockstars. So that is an interesting match as well because you got Adam, yeah. who's a very IG player for the most part, but Liz Shannon Miller can anchor that. Yes, uh, Habon yeah. is an IG player, mm-hmm. but uh, Vedvoda, if he can get his gameplay down then he can he, he's probably one of the most knowledgeable players in the game quite honestly um, yeah so that yeah that yeah. we've kind of talked about it last week a little bit too i think but i like these i'm interested in seeing these teams where they're half former ig players with somebody else just to mm-hmm. see how they balance out it could be amazing it could be there'll be gaps especially on when it's like iron man style round one and things like that you know what i mean yeah oh, so i'm interested to see for sure I like the mixing and matching. It definitely makes mm-hmm. it for more interesting competitors. Um, yeah. Two other matches we have still. We have still be Stacey Howard and the Rockstar versus Eric Zipper in the Dungeon. I think that's a great match. That's going to be great. Both great of those match. players are very underrated players. People do not give them the credit they deserve. So seeing them against each other, I am excited about. Well, I'll also say they're underrated because partially because they're a little inconsistent. That I is true. Well. really had that range, so that's part of the thing. But they're both at that same level, I think, would be a nice way to see what they can do. What they can do, uh, both in rock stars and the dungeon at that mm-hmm. point. Um, Jeremiah Morris says, Let's go, zipper. Okay, I like both. I like both. Zipper. I, like That's a problem. I like everybody. That's a problem. <laughs> I have a hard time ever cheering for anybody ever. It's more like, Yay, both of you guys. And then when whoever wins, I'm excited for them. I'm like, Yay, you won. Nice. <sighs> uh, what else do we got? I think we got the pride versus real red rejects. So of course, yes. the pride being very. I don't know how to use that maligned team, but a very controversial team. With very controversial right now. Heels and everything else. Uh, going up against the real rejects. And I always thought that, I mean, I had a comment about one during one of our shows recently where we talked about this. I think it's a good match because real rejects have been uh, playing more to win recently. They've been deciding that they were going to study a little more. And mm-hmm. uh, they had a great output during their last match. They scored a lot of points in their win. Absolutely. So, um, I'm interested to see what they do against the Pride. And we can see if the Pride are going to be heels or not. That's what I'm interested to see is, like, character work-wise, what's going to happen with the Pride. Like, are they going to acknowledge all the controversy that's happening everywhere? Or are they just going to, like, ignore it, do their thing? I'm excited to see what if they you do. Ask I Andrew hope you Guy, don't. <laughs> if you ask Andrew Guy, mm-hmm. he'll say, you lean into it more. You lean yeah. into it more. And I agree. Like, you can just say, don't say you're heels. Just go ahead and say... You or not, yeah. you can't say that because you're there's no cursing yeah. anymore. But, but you, you say, yeah. you're wrong, I do what I do, and you don't like it, you know. Yeah, so. I feel like bringing it up or mentioning it kind of feels like whining in some sort of way, Unless for lack of it. a better term. Like, if that, if that offends anyone, I don't mean yeah. it. I know your point, an offensive sort of way, but like. I think that from here, I, I okay. So I'm saying this from obviously from a biased perspective because uh, we all 
know Rachel and Ben in, in, in a sort of way that, like, we all understand that these are characters that they're mm-hmm. playing. But we love these characters and we appreciate and always accept these characters for who they are. I don't think that we need, I don't feel like they have to give us any sort of explanation. They don't need to explain themselves in any sort of way. Play your characters. Do what you need to do. And we're going to accept it no matter what. At least me, how I am. I know that there's going to be a plenty of people on the internet that are going to want to comment. Be like, now, oh, now you don't care about it? Say weird random comment. But I would prefer for them to lean into it in the way that it it's not acknowledging it. Like they don't have to, in a way that you don't have to explain yourselves. You don't have to explain yourselves. No, fuck that. Fuck, fuck them. Do your shit. Be your heel. Do all your shit. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to support this team and love this as a heel team and believe it. It's a heel team. If you continue to be a heel team from here on out. And that's my Absolutely. opinion. Hashtag Danny. Hashtag Danny Rant. It was taped before the controversy, actually, so it probably won't be any mention of it. That's probably oh, yeah, a good point. True. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Very good point, Jeremiah. Uh, but, oh, yeah. but I feel our, like there's behind uh, the scenes controversy, too, though. You but know? our, you know, we got <laughs> that big set. Like, uh, while being cool. there. I would say that again. I think the only way you could do it, they could mention just by saying, yeah, there was controversy, but we don't give a fuck. We're we're gonna do what we're gonna do. If you don't like us, you don't like us. Fuck it. That if they do something like that, then it's okay to bring it up as long as you bring it up and squash it. Yeah. Squash it right away. Yeah. yeah. We can do whatever the fuck we want to do because we're heels. We're heels. We love you, Rachel. You know that. We, we know love you, you love you, Rachel. Just love you so much. I mean, if there's any group that could appreciate the heels thing and claim that, it's our group. Yeah. We constantly have to explain to people in the group what heel is and. <laughs> So that, should, um, that that weird heels quote is like going to be on the uh, call to action gravestone. Like yes. when call to action gets a gravestone, it's going to have the quotation "We're heels." Yep, <laughs> absolutely. All right, we do have some exhibition matches as well. Uh, the one, we're, the big one coming out next week is the championship. The four champions we got. That's insane. <laughs> Versus John Roca versus Dan Merle. This is going to be fun. Now they—I ha- don't know if they've actually explained how they're going to do it, but I guess I don't think so. I believe what I've heard um, from behind is that they were there was going to be some IG, some car, some Star Wars, some things. That's to make it fair for the IG and Star Wars players. Mm-hmm. It was like I heard exactly how it went down. If I want to look it up. Um, okay, but even if you look at all of those competitors, regardless if there's going to be Star Wars or inner geekdom questions inside of this match, all of those competitors are strong in those categories. Like Dan Merle is thinking about going into the inner geekdom, so of course he's going to be well versed in it. John Roca mm-hmm. was talking about being involved in a Star Wars Star match, Wars. so he's going to be well versed in that as well. So same mm-hmm. thing with Kevin with Kevin Smets. Kevin Smith has talked about wanting to go into Star Wars. So even if you add Star Wars and Inner Geekdom to this challenge, I don't think that it's going to be a problem. I think that it'll be more of a problem for um, Kevin and Alex in a sort of way. That, like, ke- exactly. Getting those random movie questions if they get those. That's I think that's where it's going to be more of the problem as opposed to adding Star Wars and inner geekdom to the categories. I that's think that's going to be way less of a problem. I found it. I found what I, I was told that it was 50 50 IG slash regular, but anyone could have landed on the wheel with a category on either side. Interesting. So it's going to be an interesting way to make it real. So, with yeah. that being said, 
I predict, my prediction so far is I'm saying it's not going to be Damon. I don't think. I don't think it's going to be Roka. I mean, it's really? Be not I, I, Roka's why I have my money on because he's. Yeah. yeah. I have it on Smetch and Merle. That's why. Obviously, I have it on Smetch. I'm sorry. I will never root against Kevin Smetch. Well, rooting and predicting are two different things. Yeah. That's true. Right, I gotta say that. I rooting for. I would root for Smets as well. Um, I think I actually still predict that Smets will win it too. I think it's gonna be Spencer Merle, but I think I'll go with Smets. That's my I, prediction. I will, like. I think I would legit cry if Kevin won that. Like watching, I can. I might not do the reaction for it. I think I'm crying now. Just like if get like if Kevin won that, I would just be so proud and happy. It would be <laughs> yes. Samantha. Samantha agrees with me. Samantha. <laughs> yeah, but either, but either way, it's going to be a, a a great match. These are all amazing. <laughs> I, I forgot. Think I think all of us are basically outruling Damon, though. <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. I think I think Damon is the definitely the underdog in this party, but I don't hold him back from anything. I think that he would do just oh. as well. We've only seen his Star Wars, though, like, maybe in IG a little bit. But, you know what I mean, like, we haven't seen anything singles. We don't know if he's got a secret hobby where he just happens to like watching tons of movies. We just we just know about the IG Star Wars stuff. So I can see why he is definitely the underdog in the story, but he could surprise us. He could, absolutely. So this is, I think, more than anything, if that's the case, the 50-50 IG, 50-50 regular, it's more than even usual that's going to come down to, like, wheels, uh, wheel yeah. spins and mm-hmm. all that. Here, so. Round two is always the, is always the round that makes or breaks the match, at least in my opinion. Yep. Okay. And the other exhibition matches we have so far, um, we have, uh, they're not decided as far as dates go, we got the Scott Mans versus Ben Bateman uh, in the movie release dates championship match. Who do y'all have? Uh, who think, do y'all got? I think Baby's getting a slice back. I think oh, Bateman is too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Bateman's going to get a slice back. I think Bateman is... Just gotten stronger in the category. Like, it's like... It's, it's just... And he's already scary in it. And I think he's going to get it for sure. He Bateman's. dominates this league. Of course he's going to take that slice back. Bateman's hungry. I know. Let's Look at back. fucking fucking Morris over take, here. Take Oyama out. Put Manson. That's what you got, Jerry. That's what he's gonna do. <laughs> uh, Bateman's hungry. Uh, Manson's been out for a little bit, and not that he needs to study or anything for it. But I think Bateman wants it more at this point. Even a one-on-one situation, I think Bateman's got that in a heartbeat. I'm not, I do too. I'd be surprised if he loses. I'd be surprised if he goes that one. Yeah, I, I I feel like right now at this point in Bateman's career, I'm hard pressed to put anyone over Bateman. Like I couldn't, I can't see anyone at this point other than Dan Morrill. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, it was close. It was a close match, even yeah. with that. So, like, yeah. yeah, Bateman is definitely a top player in the league, and he's just a quick sidebar, y'all. How proud are y'all? How proud of Ben are y'all? <laughs> like, seriously, oh, I cried so hard. It's spectacular. Like, people are making fun of me around me, but it's like, <laughs> no. Uh. I was very proud. I love the. I still will watch that uh, late to the party clip that showed at the end when you got Spets and uh, Ben together with the belts for the so army. Oh yes, that picture. Oh, I love it so much. Oh my god, memories. I need a live event stat. Come on. Yeah, I, I know that a lot of us on the Action Army always kind of joke around about Team Guy and Team Bateman, and but at the end, yeah, exactly. This is my point. What I'm talking about, Jeremiah. But um, at the end of the day, we are always hashtag Team Action and hashtag Action Army. So 
Yeah. I am very much team guy, but I know that definitely was definitely uh, good debate get his, his fair due. And he worked so hard um, to, to, to win the belt. So I think that's what makes uh, it so much more fun for us. We know. Yeah. Yeah. Found exactly. the belt. Uh, okay. Uh, some other, we've got the romantic comedy fatal four-way match. It's uh, Janine versus Brianne Chandler, uh, our guest on Chill Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Drew Grant, Video Guru, and Josh McCuga on uh, the romantic comedy. Andrew Guy has stepped away from it. He was originally going to be in it, but he decided he didn't want to. Yeah. So Drew decided to, Drew Grant decided to slip in under the Drew Guy and become the replacement Drew for the match. I'm excited wow. to see Drew Grant in that because I think we all know where everyone else stands in this category. But Drew Grant is someone who I've never really noticed mm. or would acknowledge that would perform well in this specific category. Yeah, Very I much mean, so. Yeah, I, I did do whenever we were getting ready for Janine on chill. I watched, uh, I watched her matches. I think I watched maybe about six or seven of her matches and um, any question that she got, whatever category I was writing down the categories and then whether or not she would get it right or wrong. And I think maybe out of 15 rom-com questions, she got two wrong out of her entire career from the rom-com questions that she was asked. She's got two wrong. So my money's on Janine for this one. A hundred percent. Right. I, I don't know. Like it's kind of, you know, Dean says it, uh, that uh, Maku is an X factor. I don't know what Maku knows. I mean, nobody thought that Drew Guy knew much about it, but Mm -hmm. he schooled as one of the reasons he beat Dan Merle was because he had those rom-com questions. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Be interested to see. I do think Janine's probably got the biggest edge. Um, Brianne, though, also has a good. I don't know. It's such a. It's such a I, I don't know who to pick. I don't know who to pick. Yeah. My money's on Janine. I think. I think from what we can see in other matches and just what we know on paper, stats wise, this category is Janine's, and I think she's got it. Yeah. But I don't. But I don't put anything against <laughs> anyone else. I think everyone else is going to do just as well. But if I had to pick a winner, just stats wise, it's Janine. If I had to put money down, I'd mm-hmm. probably put it on Janine. Um, but Brianna, Brianna is a close second for me. Yeah, Brianna is a close second as well. I would agree. I do too. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got the 80s action comedy match. Tom Dagnino versus John Kaiser. That should be a fucking that, blast of a match. This is going to be fun to watch. So entertaining. I don't care if any questions are answered right or wrong. But I don't care. I just want to see the promos. I want to see the aftermatch talk. I want to see the banter. That, that, that's my... But I bet it'd be surprising because I bet you they're both very well versed in the 80s action comedy. I bet you they will. I think they're going to excel in it. I think it's going to be one of those times where you can, they're going to get to double digits. It's not going to be like a Dagnino Burnett match. I think it's going to be a good, fun match. Um, I'm going to predict. Oh, no. God. I, just, I was about to say I was going to predict Kaiser, but I stopped myself. I'm like, Dino just surprises you with these matches sometimes. And he beat the Kaiser in the manager bowl. He did. So. That's exactly what I'm talking about. He did beat him in the manager bowl. So I don't know. I feel like this is Dagnino's one like wheel slice house, so to speak. Like that mm-hmm. he could do really well. Um I'm gonna say Kaiser, but it's I'm gonna say Kaiser, but it's close. I'm gonna go with Kaiser. Kelsey, what do you think? I honestly don't know. Both of them surprise you with what they know sometimes. They're both so amazing. It also depends on, like, how far into the bits are they going to go? Because, like, sometimes if you're, like, really into the the, the story and the banter, 
you miss things just even if you already knew them. So like who's better at doing both too. So since he's a close dear friend, I'm going to say Kaiser. I think he's got this, but it's hard for me to vote against the exchange as well. Cause I like them too. <laughs> I am very much also going for Kaiser in this. Um, I don't know if any of y'all have seen some of the random things that Kaiser does online, but he has this weird, like wealth of knowledge that just oh, yeah. sits right there. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So I, I don't, th- I disagree with you, Paul. I don't think that this is the one category for deck Nino. I think that's the Rocky slice. I think it's going to be anything in that sort of category. Oh, it's a slice alone. No, it's a slice alone thing. Oh. Rocky is a part of the Sly category. So like slice alone is 80s action. That's the kind of thing. that I Right. Right. But I also think that there are more movies that are involved in that. If uh, uh, just look at everything that we heard about Kaiser and Big Trouble in Little China. Do I do I think that Tom Dagnino has seen Big Trouble in Little China? Absolutely. Of course I do. Do I think that John Kaiser can answer more questions about Little Trouble or Big Trouble in Little China? Absolutely. 100%. So I have Kaiser going for this, but either way, I think this is going to be a fun and entertaining match. And I think this is really where we're going to get to see Kaiser kind of bust, like show, show his true colors here and show how great of a competitor that he can be inside of the Shmodown. So if you visited China, would you be little trouble in big China? I would be little trouble in big China. Absolutely. He's absolutely little trouble. (laughs) Exactly. And that might've been how I said the movie the entire time that I said it without actually realizing it. So who knows? (laughs) <laughs> Kaiser is secretly one of the most intelligent humans alive. I actually bank on that. I do. Say I that. do. I do too. Just listen to Kaiser talk sometimes. He's ranting and saying some stupid shit, but he's smart about it. Finstock yeah. makes things happen. That is very true. Hi, by the way, I just want to say hi to Salvador. Salvador and Navarrete. I haven't seen you in our chat before, so welcome. I'm glad Hello, Salvador. That. So there you go. With that. Hola. Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, stop giving Paul pats stop on the back. Paul's butt. He's already got an ego. He's got, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my That's God. Paul took over my show. Paul took over my show. Like, what's okay. Get, ah, it's down healthy show, That's as it should show. be. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to do that over now. Boo! Gonna... Nobody wants that. <laughs> All right. Should I put that? No, no, I'm going to stop before Danny yells at me. Um <laughs> I could have done better. I could have kicked her right out. I could have done that. But but it, you'll I could have done that. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> How you dare you kick out Danny? You don't control me. We're gonna big talk after this show. I know. Uh, yeah, we don't need double peeled. That's true. That's true. No. I don't want to do that. I don't want to press that. Do that. That was horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do something. I had to keep everybody entertained. When My eyes left. melted for a second. I, I don't know how I can see today. <laughs> <laughs> I had to see three paws on my own damn stream. Mm-hmm. One's plenty. Amazing. You're such a lucky girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> next exhibition. <laughs> wow. like that. that look said so much. <laughs> the next exhibition match, my dear. It is uh, <laughs> Christian Harlov versus John Roca in the Rocky Championship yes. match. I'm so pumped for this one. I, I, really am. I really am. I am as well. Um, I got I got to go with Christian, I think. I think Christian wants this thing bad. It's what I think he'd been loving when he, when he won the belt before. I think he wants it. And I think Roca might be too distracted by the other matches. 
I think this is going to. I don't think. I don't think Roka is going to be distracted by the other matches. I think he's going to put just as much focus onto this as anything else. Because for me, ultimately, what this comes down to, and I just love to see shit like this. I'm sorry, y'all, but this is going to be a battle of egos, and I cannot wait to see that. Like John Roka, John Roka's ego is way up here, and we all know Christian Harloff is extremely proud, and you can just see it in the man. So it's right there. So I think these two are going to not necessarily, they're definitely not going to act like this match is going to mean a lot to them. But I, I think deep down, both of them really want to be the winner of this match. And, oh, I, yeah. think Har- oh, yeah. and I think Harloff is going to take it. I think Harloff is going to want to show like, hey, you dumb assholes. I still got it in movie trivia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just to talk shit to all of us, not to not anything against John Roca, because I think John Roca is going to give him going to give him a match. But I, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, I think Christian Harloff is going to go out there. If he decided to go into a match, I definitely think he's going to try to go into a match. It's going to give us a good one. That's an issue. Though. That is an issue. You didn't even know the Creed matches count. The Creed movies count because they do. They're part of the franchise. So, yep, it's true. I got in a. Uh, I do a movie trivia thing at my work for like fun because we're in quarantine. So I'm like, I have an activity we can do, and I got an argument because I said the trivia question that included the Creed movies, and it's like they count. They definitely count. Definitively count as part of the franchise. Yep. Uh, all right, we got the Jurassic Park Championship match between Perry Nimrod. Cody oh. Hall and Craig Gainier, the Barbarian, whom we wish well. I know his his wife is undergoing some issues with his with her health, um, so we do wish her well as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but this should be another good match. Of course, we had a, we had a great match last time with Perry and Cody, so we should be able to see how this one rolls off. Perry did win, I believe. So, what do you have on this one? Um, I don't. I was. I'm going Cody Hall. I think he's. I think he's got it. I think after the last match, he's probably had some time to brush up a little bit on them. I think he's got some fire with that. So did he though? He's a brand new dad. That could be. And you know what? You might be way more well versed in that yes. than I am actually, because that's what you're just about so to tell me right now. When you have babies, you have to get up in the middle of the night and feed them, and to stay awake, you have to watch something you love to keep you like awake. So, like, I watched certain movies, like, ten times because they would keep me awake so I wouldn't fall asleep in the middle of the night trying to feed my kid. So, that is the perfect time to binge Jurassic Park, if that's your thing. <laughs> I, I want to go Barbarian. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. Just get it. That's I kind of who I was going for, too, though. He's so good. I mean, the only problem is that it is, obviously, it's a specific franchise. Is it franchise or just the original? I don't even know. Is it? I think it's the franchise. It's the franchise, like all. I thought it was last time. I don't. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Like I know that I've seen these arguments on Facebook and stuff like that about Jurassic Park matches. I think I saw someone do a stream about it or something. But Jurassic Park matches and how if it was only about the first one, yeah, I would watch it because I want to just know these questions or just answer and play along to these questions. Right. Like me as a huge Jurassic Park fan, y'all huge jp fan i want to see everything about the franchise because i'm not a fucking big fan or no be fine with everything else inside of the franchise okay so i think questions about the entire franchise are going to be great for this and i uh, i think that's how they did it last time right mm-hmm. i feel like it was it was well since we watched it but I, I i think it is i think it was the whole franchise yeah there's nothing wrong with jurassic world y'all it's fine let them answer those questions so i totally would 
<laughs> Cody has a baby. Perry's got this. So see, I mean, but you I'm don't have babies. Talk to the parents. You have to exactly exactly because that's what i see like i hear parents and y'all are both parents so y'all can tell me but i hear parents talk about all the all the time about how they have to watch these certain things where i'm like why don't you just put on stuff that you want to watch i don't get i don't get why you can't do that but i'm not a parent so i don't know I do. I put out what I want, and they, they watch it with me. That's what I say. So. That's what I mean, which is why I feel like Cody could be uh, could have the advantage in this because he does have the parental time to just fucking watch shit that he just wants to watch. I just That's saved the porn parent. for later on. I just saved the porn for later on. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know, Paul. PLD has experience in this matter. It doesn't want me. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> Big shout out. I would just like to send a big shout out to PLD because Paul Denuzio did not do it, but PLD did it. That's the only way that we got the flirt and flouse on till the action tonight. So oh. big shout out to PLD. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That was a kind of, I will it. actually, uh, I will give credit to uh, the Cinefanatics as well. Chris Adams kind of mentioned it at one point saying it'd be kind of a cool idea at one point. And then I just kind of took it when, you know what? It would be a good idea. <laughs> then we just kind of threw everything together real quick. So uh, I'm just glad that they could. I'm glad that uh, Zafler and Flaus made himself available. Uh, and I'm glad that uh, David B. sent me the music. So, I am old. I am. You're not, I'm not. It's not wrong. I'm not wrong. And what Paul's uh, saying is we're idea stealers. <laughs> Christian crude. No, there was a little bit of Paul, a little bit of everything. It was like I, I, I didn't make sure you got, I would talk to Christian and Christian was okay with it as well. So that was, uh, it was good to good to have it was fun that I was fun i hope y'all had fun with that i hope y'all had fun with that yeah i was i gotta admit i will admit now that like i was a little nervous about this one because the whole idea is we, we usually do so much research for for chilled action episodes we go through all these backgrounds all the different things they do in our life and this was all very much improv based on whatever we were talking about at the time so we just had a couple of on the top of our head and i was like are we able to fill like an this, hour of this this was such a weird opposite because usually it's the opposite when it comes to chill shows where Paul is super chill and just like, no, like we got it. And I'm like, Paul, do we have this? Do we have that? Paul, do, or is this okay? Blah, 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 blah. Like where I'm going everywhere asking all of these questions. And Paul is like, it's fine, Danielle. Chill. <laughs> and that's how it was today. Paul was like this and that. And I was like, Paul, good. it's fine. But I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you, Smith. I'm glad. I'm glad you thought it was fun. Thank really you. Yeah. Seemed like everybody was enjoying themselves. So that's that's a good thing. So we're just trying to keep ourselves busy during this time. It is 12 oh five where I am. So happy holiday to everyone who knows what I'm talking about. What are you talking about, Danny? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> wait, wait, one second. Let me just put uh uh-huh. just changing the logo just I for a second. Color. Just changing the color just for a second for you. Oh, is this is this what you were talking about? This is what you were talking about, was it? Yeah, that's all I'm doing. That's all I'm doing for now. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, I was totally off on something. <laughs> I still don't know. Did did we did I get a chance to see what you were talking about? I'm sorry for hijacking this, Kelsey. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. Yes, I thought so. Was it the Was it DJ Ploby? Yeah. No, 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 no. The the, the intro video is the only thing I was talking about. Oh, okay, okay. The intro okay. video. I've already seen it though. Oh, I didn't know you had seen it. I, I don't yeah. fucking drive, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I all have access to that, Paul. I didn't know you downloaded it during. Okay. I have to put. I have to set the stream up. Yeah, but you didn't do. You don't use the intro video. No, that's not a picture. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the the, 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 the 
into the music and stuff. That's all. Well, to, to be honest, that was a surprise for me. That really was. That's a what I meant. That's what I meant. Because I thought I y'all behind. I'm so glad that all of y'all get this behind the curtain right now. Uh, but I thought the entire intro music was going to be the Flouts' music because that uh, was what I had got from the conversation. So when our regular chill music started, I was like, all right, that's cool. And then it remixed. And that Hi, was Jake. the best thing ever. Thank you, Jake, for that, by the way. <laughs> yes, I know we all have access to Jake. I didn't know he, she actually downloaded and played it. That's a different thing. Right. Uh, anyway, we're, we're, we're totally hijacking Kelsey's show again. Sorry, Kelsey. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what other matches we got? We got the new releases championship match, which again, Perry Nimrov, Brendan Meyer, the kid who I miss. I haven't seen him in forever. I know. I'm so excited um, to see him. I miss him. Dan Merle and Pauliyama. Um, Ooh. I have no idea who's going to win this one. That's a, I that's don't a either. Tough one for no me. Idea. I mean, uh, my money almost always has to be on Dan Merle uh, as a default. Um, uh, because he's so damn good about stuff and he does a lot of new releases stuff, but. I don't know. I, they all do to a degree. And Paul Emma just knows everything. So, I mean. I'm going to say the kid. That's where my vote is going to go. I think. Keep going, Kelsey. I'm going to say it's been a while since we've seen him, but I, I just have a feeling that it's going to be him. Maybe I'd want him to win because I miss him and I haven't seen him play for a while, but that's who I'm voting for. No, you don't, Jeremiah. Your love for Ayama is as well known as my love for Ed Harris. So. <laughs> That's very true. I will be honest, I did not hear what exhibition match you were talking about because I was looking at the chat and saw oh. a very offensive chat response from Garth. No, that is not what I'm celebrating, Garth. <laughs> <laughs> so please, uh, tell me again, what exhibition match is this? That's a new releases championship. New releases, okay. And then it's going to be uh, the kid... Merle, Oyama, and Perry Nemiroff. Oyama and Perry Nemiroff. Ooh, I think Perry is a dark horse in this because Perry does a lot of work with movies. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely up to date on new releases. I de- I, I don't know, y'all. My money might be on the kid or, or Oyama, honestly, really. It can be it can be any of the four, really. I, my, oh. It's hard not to vote for Merle for me, but I, I could go either way. I mean, it's the same thing for Merle. That's what he does. That's his right. job. Movie yeah. news. Same thing with that. I mean, that's what they all do. Ooh, that's going to be a good match. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be a really good match. Damn it. That might. I feel like that might be my favorite one so far. Ooh, y'all got Ooh, y'all just put me in a mood. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a good um, match. Let's see. Uh, another good one, possibly. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Championship match, the MCU match. We got Eric Zipper versus Winston Marshall actually playing. Yay! Versus Jay Washington versus Sean Gerber. Oh, see? I mean, we all know what Sean Gerber can do. Sean Gerber is the GOAT at MCU. I'm picking Sean Gerber hands down. I don't think I know. I don't think any of them are going to beat them. Jay Washington is a okay player in Intergeekdom. Winston mm-hmm. is a better manager than as a player, so, admittedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zipper is good, uh, is great, and he's a little inconsistent. So I think it's going to be Sean Gerber on the last slide. I mean, I think Zipper is the only one who can really give him a run for his money. And even then, I think it's not. I don't think it's going to be that much of a run. I think it's going to be Gerber and Landslide. Yeah. My own fun. Mm, Let's see. Lord of the Rings Fatal 4-Way. <laughs> I'm excited about that one, too. With Robert Parker, oh, Al- oh. Alex Damon, Ben Goddard, and Kevin Smets. 
So we get to see a little preview of Smets versus Parker. Parker, I know. I'm so excited about that. Now, I don't know who's going to win that one. I yeah, I don't know. I don't have any sort of like set. I'm always going to I'm going to pick Smets, but I think I would not be surprised with Parker. It's not going to be Ben. I don't think I don't think uh, the Bandit's going to do it. I don't think Alex Damon's going to do it. So uh, I do think that it's going to be Dennis Smets versus Parker. Okay, so for as much as I know about uh, Goddard, um, me too. Brian. Me too. Me too. Oh, I wish Rachel was playing. Yeah, me too. Same, same. Rachel versus Parker and Smets. That would be so crazy. But I do think that, um, for as much as I know about Goddard, I think I think Goddard has a pretty decent chance um, inside of this. Um, But we also don't know Goddard that well as a player. We know Kevin as a player. Anyone who watches fan leagues knows Parker as a player and especially knows that like Parker's nickname in the fan leagues was the Hobbit. Parker knows the, the trilogy. Like I, I have no, no questions when it comes to Parker and the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Same thing with Kevin, because I know that Kevin knows those movies yeah. inside and out. So those are definitely the two that I have there. I think that Goddard is definitely the dark horse in this, just because we haven't necessarily seen him play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, for me personally, I think Goddard is one of those people that like picks a thing, picks like one thing and knows everything about it. Like you can put me in any trivia ever from things that I feel comfortable office parks and rec and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. I might do okay in those. I know I would crush it in a game of Thrones trivia. Like I know that I would crush it in that specific category. I feel like it could possibly be the same thing with Ben Goddard. I feel like this might be the category that he could crush it in. I will disagree no. with you heavily. I think if I remember, if I remember correctly, I could be I could be being having an old moment with some Jack Daniels on the brain, but I think he spun Lord of the Rings or Middle Earth during his match last match and did not do very well in it. Like he counted as a strength, but he was not doing very well of it overall, and not to the point, not nearly to the point that Smets or Parker would do. Um, so I ah. don't think they would. Although I will also say that Alex Damon might be more of a dark horse than Goddard because. Knowing him like I, I mean, I don't know him like I know a lot of people, but he's such a Star Wars guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a Star Wars guy, and I know Lord of the Rings is probably a close second as far as Star Wars goes. It seems like a lot of, of crossover between those two fandoms. So I think Val, that might be his. I wouldn't be surprised if that's his number two. Yeah. I've heard that he knows a lot about uh, Middle Earth stuff. Like I don't remember where I had heard that, but like it's been brought up that he's he said that that's one of his strengths. So, it's honest. Okay, I I I feel it's going to be Parker. Personally, I think it could be either Kevin or Parker, but really, it just depends on the questions. I feel like just depending on the right questions come up, we could see Damon or Ben take it. We'll just see. But I, my money's on Parker. I I agree. Um, I like I said, I will never root against Kevin Smith. So. Obviously, I have Kevin Smets for this round. I think Parker is going to definitely going to give him a run for his money. I think Goddard's going to come up in here, but I also will not discount Damon at all. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, the next one we got is the James Bond Fatal Four Away. Uh, go. uh, that's going to be Mr. Mike Kalinowski. 
That was my chair also, by the way. Sure was, Danny. It was my chair. It was my chair. Sure was, Danny. Sure was. It was totally my chair. Oh, Mike Kalinowski, Emma Fife, Brad Gilmore, and Tim Franco. And I got to tell you, I have Franco taking it. <laughs> I didn't even see that. I see that now. Not because he's in the chat. My pick would be Tim Franco. I think he's going to have this hands down. He's going to wipe the floor with Mike um, like nobody's business. And it's going to be a disaster waiting to happen for Mike, I think. I think you're playing up the mic part of that. I do. I also have Tim Franco on this. I do. I honestly do. Emma Fife is a surprise competitor inside of that. Wow. But I would love to see what she does. I would love to see what any of these people do for this category. But legitimately, I have Tim Franco in this. I think Tim Franco's going to do what it does, what he does with bond and i think that he's using this category to really prove himself in the schmodown to show that he's got uh, a broad range of knowledge but also a niche range mm-hmm. of knowledge so i think when you can really prove yourself to show that you know a lot about a lot of things but also you know a shit ton about one thing i think that's an important thing especially in like inner geekdom categories I don't know. Fife, don't, I don't know much about Fife's I don't, knowledge. I don't know Bond, about I Fife's don't. knowledge with Bond. I don't. But for me personally, I do have Franco. I do have Tim Franco taking this. So. I have. I it and filled out from memory. 150 facts. He missed four. So I think we got a good place there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I definitely think it's between Franco and KO. Uh, Mike, I feel like has like a fire right now. Like we saw like just like this. I feel like. Since spectacular, like the fight, like the energy's back. Like seeing him, you know, with his energy against Guy and things like that, he's got the the swagger back. And does he though? I think I think so. Because I feel like he had that match against uh, the fail corruption versus the family, and while mm-hmm. corruption won, it felt like he was still rusty, and that it was chance that really brought him to victory. I feel like Mike's not quite back yet, and I don't. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I just didn't yeah. feel like he had the swagger as much as as he needed it back. So yeah, maybe this been, will do it. He's been at home with nothing to do but watch Bond movies if he wants to, and I I don't know. I I think it, I don't know who it's going to be. To be perfectly honest, but. Someone's got to root for Mike here. I'm not going to let that nobody on this panel root for Mike. So. Tim Frank was very disappointed in you. He was very <laughs> upset with you. So, yeah. Yes, I did. It's me. I'm kicking, I kick her from the stream all the time because she, she gets mad. She's coming back now. So, um, all right. I'm going to go. I'll go take, I'm going with Tim Franco there. So, uh, the next one is one of the ones I'm actually very excited about as well. The Back to the Future feel four-way match. I know, oh, I think we're in that one, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I bet we all have the same answer. There's only one right answer for this, right? Kevin Smash. Oh. <laughs> I forgot Kevin was in the Smash. We're not going to all agree. <laughs> I forgot Kevin was in the Smash. Oh, I'm sorry, Kev. Kev, I'm super sorry, my sweets. I, I totally forgot you're in this. Frank Janish versus Kevin Smash. Uh, the th- link I have here says Jay Washington, but I don't know. I forgot Frank was in this too. <laughs> and Brad, of course, Brad Gilmore, the yeah. man wrote a damn book. I'm going to pick Smash not only because I'm going to pick Smash because I have a bet going. 
uh, with Josh Estes from the Finstock Exchange product, uh, pod, product. Product. <laughs> Finstock Exchange podcast. Josh Estes and I are going at it. He has Brad Gilmore. I have Kevin Smets. Uh, it's a financial bet and a praising on each other's streams. If he he if the boat wins, I'll have to praise Josh Estes of the Finstock Exchange podcast. If Kevin Smets wins, he has to pay me and praise call slash chill action. So Smets. Bring it home for me, baby. Bring it home for me. Um, but I think he's going to win anyway. I do. I think Gilmore's good. I mean, he, he wrote a damn book. He obviously loves the, loves the thing. But he's not really played many matches, I don't think. He's not like, I mean, this difference between knowing, like, book knowledge and getting the question right. Yeah, there it is. That's, that's what I thought. I thought it was Mark and Draco. That's why I don't know. I don't know why. I'm looking at this wiki thing I got. It says Jay Washington, but I thought it was Mark and Draco as well. So hopefully it is at Draco. So. I know that there's a promo that uh, Nerd Chronic put out about the exhibition matches, and it does like it show everyone who's in who's in it. But I can't I can't remember any of those. I'm so I think sorry. Garth Obviously, Garth right. Because I couldn't even remember that Kevin Smith was fucking playing in this match. I, I, I don't care who was playing because it's going to be Kevin Smith versus uh, Brad Gilmore. The only thing that matters at this point. I feel bad because I adore Kevin. I think he's one of the best players in the universe. I feel like I've been rooting against him every single match this time. But I'm going with the boat. I mean, he wrote the book. He's been watching these movies probably on repeat, writing his book. He's living in that mindset. So I, I got the boat in. Brad Gilmore literally wrote a book about Back to the Future. <laughs> Brad know. Gilmore is also a Texan. Brad Gilmore is in Houston. I don't know what else I can say about Brad Gilmore other than he is the boat, and I had nothing but confidence in it. Did you just throw Kevin Smith's name in my face right now? I, is it that he's going to lose to Kevin yeah, Smith? You did. And look, and here's the deal. Here's here's the deal. I think y'all are all tiny bit discounting Frank Janish on this. Look, I... Have you seen Frank Janish at our call to action trivia match? I think Spence beat him, didn't he? I think Spence beat him. Let's, let's be honest here. Frank's going to go down quicker than a 2 <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think about that. I mean, I think I'm we all know that. where I fall on the Frank side of things. <laughs> but for the most part... I think he's going to do okay in this trivia match. Um, I, I, I don't doubt Frank's knowledge when it comes to Back to the Future specifically uh, because I know that he does know this movie very well. I also can, I can't, I don't, this is, wow, if this, if, if this wasn't a match to rack my brain, then. Just so you know, I'm just teasing Frankie numbers. I love Frankie numbers. He does do a good job Back to the Future. I'm just, I'm just busting his ball. In that, in that one category. But Garth Burry says, I wrote a Star Wars book. Could he beat Alex Damon? I don't think so. Anybody else want to take me on? Everybody else is saying shit in the chat, but I'm going to go with Kevin Smith. I'm sticking with Smith. Man, I might. I I don't know. I don't know. This is where, ooh, Kelsey, who do you got? I have the boat. You have the boat? See, oh, I, have man. The boat. <laughs> I don't want to pick. I don't want to pick. Can I just? Can I not pick for this nope. match? Nope, you got to pick. And I'm going to hold you to it's it. It's a four-way yeah. tie. It just With goes that... indefinitely forever. And the final death until we're like, okay, we just can't do this anymore. It's all right. I just I just said it in my head. I said, all right, it's basically picking Texas against Kevin. And I'm sorry, Kevin, but I got to go with Texas. So I'm going to go with the boat. Voting against the Action Army. That's all I got to say. What? No. Uh, you're against the Action Army. 
No way. Oh, Buckingham, get out of here, Buck. So, and Jay, no, Brian, I think we discussed, I think, I actually think it's not Jay. I think it's going to be Mark and Draco. So, mm -hmm. yeah, don't necessarily really know who that fourth is. I'm not, I'm not, I am sure 99%. I, don't want to pick I remember actually, Draco said that in uh, Roxy's chat. Actually, but there's no one else in the whole uh, Schmodown world that I could think of that I, that I would put that other than. Kevin or Brad, that would be the top tier. And legitimately, Frank. I think Frank is number three in this whole category. I I I really have faith in Frank's knowledge when it comes to uh, Back to the Future. So fair enough. Okay, we got the horror match. Oh God, I don't even know some of these people, so I don't know. Uh, we do have William Bibiani, Mark and Draco, Mark Riley, and then James A. Janis, J A N I S S E. And Chelsea, Rebecca, I don't know them very well. So I don't, it's hard to read a pick. Hard for me to pick. But That's uh, hard. I know I have the, the two that my mind immediately goes to, but trying to pick between them, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to vote against Bibbs in that category. Bibbs seems like he's kind of, you'd be very knowledgeable in that. Mm -hmm. And Draco, I know, is knowledgeable in horror. Riley. Riley is very knowledgeable in horror. My. Without I say, since I can, I'm only going to be able to pick between Bibbs and Draco and Riley because I don't know their two at all. So I will say that of those three, if one of them were to, were to win, then I would go uh, with Bibiani. I think. I think that's my, my gut says. My gut saying Riley. I think Riley's got it. Riley, I would go with Riley. I love Riley. I absolutely love Riley. So I would not be unhappy with that at all. I think I have um, a lot of faith in Bibiani. I think Bibiani is going to do very well in it because I, I don't discount Bibiani and his horror knowledge no, at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Replace. Is that Brian? Is that from, from the Back to the Future one? Is he not in the horror one as well? Is he not either? Is that possible to happen? I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard that. So, Oops. so I don't know. And no classy Clark. I would like to see classy and Clark. In yeah, well. but you know what? I hope that we do get to see her doing a lot more commissioner stuff yep. and doing yep. maybe on the desk yeah. too. Like, yeah. Sure. Oh, I desk. love Clark on the desk. I do too. I really do. And that is the last exhibition match we have. That is stack. That's that's gonna be so great. I am looking forward to that for sure. Me. That's what I'm going with too, Bibbs. I think he has more knowledge than Riley does, honestly. I do. And he's better. I, I know. I, de I definitely agree with all of that stuff, but um, I just have. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, yeah. Brian. Just the Back to the Future match. So it must be in Draco. It might be Jay Washington in the Back to the Future match then. Good to know. Ooh, that'd be interesting to see Jay in that. I would like to see how, how well Jay does in that. I think sure. Jay has always proven himself to me to be a, I don't want to say he's a sound being, but a middling, mid-level player. He's just kind of guy who knows some stuff, but he's never going to be anyone who's going to be challenging anybody for any yeah. big things. He's just a mid-level, mid-card kind of guy. Jay's is good entertainment value. Yeah. Yeah, Jay's that. got Jay's got that loud mouth that allows us to have a lot of fun in the showdown. Okay. All right, Kelsey, that's all that. So uh, what do you want to do? All right. So I'm guessing it's time to move on to the next segment, which is, if I can find it, Call to the Network, where yeah. we talk about the cool stuff we've got happening on our show this week. So, guys, what is happening tomorrow? It's so weird to, like, to do this. We just had a chilled action today, 
And then here we are. We have tomorrow. We have another chilled action going. And actually, do a lot more research on this one because I'm a little behind because of the because it was a flirt and flouse. So, but You're tomorrow, Brianne Chandler. This movie is will be on chilled action, and I will share something humorous that uh, she sent me a message earlier and said, "Wait, I have to follow as a flirt and flouse." That was not an original contract. Not in the contract. Not in the contract. <laughs> so I had to say that, uh, well, at least she'll class up the joint after we made such a yes, prize to right. out, out of that, all of us. That is right. I am ready for some movie therapy. This is going to be fun. Miss Movies Brienne has been a staple inside of the Schmodown for a, a very long time. Very much so. And uh, is an amazing person overall. She's very sweet, very nice, um, very easy to talk to, wonderful person. So I cannot wait to to talk to Brienne Chandler, Miss Movies so. herself, on Chill to Action tomorrow on Monday at 10.15 Central Time. Come and hang out with us. No one uses Central, Danny. It's fucking Central. Eight fifteen Pacific or eleven fifteen Eastern. Anything else times wise don't exist. Now time, central time, they don't exist. Not they're not real times. They're not real people. It's central time. Y'all, Brian Chandler will be on Chilled Action tomorrow night on Monday on at ten central. At eight fifteen Pacific, eleven fifteen Eastern. Ten fifteen central. <laughs> Come and hang out. Ten fifteen central. Uh, anyway, we also have a couple of other chill actions we can announce. Um, we can announce definitely, definitely one. The one next week after Brienne will be bringing on Bobby Gucci himself, Finstock, Finstock. back in the mask, coming on to chill to action. And uh, then we also have a. We can't uh, guarantee that there are going to be shirts on during that. That's true. My yeah. shirt is definitely going to be off. Just a heads uh, up. Yeah. Point. I haven't decided in the room while watching that show. I haven't decided where I'm going to go with that yet. So you might that would definitely bring ratings. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> not going to lie. We don't know if we're going to have shirts or pants on. That's true. But Paul and Bobby Gucci will definitely not. So. As Captain America says, you know, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. So, so we're, we're about to see America's ass <laughs> on Chill to Action. Yes. Next yes, Monday. Indeed. Not this Monday, but next Monday. But Brianne Chandler, definitely. And then uh, this week on Schmobates, we have a very big Schmobates as well this week. I got yeah. the thumbnail in there, I believe, what? right? We do. I am so excited for that one. As of right now, I am the co-host for that one. I don't know if that will change at some point, but for right now, at least, it is me, and I am so excited. Action Army Civil War continues. Yeah. The matchups that Alex has been setting up on that show are just so crazy good. It's just, it's just, I can't wait. It's gonna be amazing. I don't know. Well, actually, that's not true. I know who I think is gonna win, but I might get a lot of crap, so I'm just gonna not say anything. Wow. I'm not sure who would win. Like, I this feel is... like this is a match that could go either or. <laughs> wow, Kelsey, your allegiance is that strong. Luckily, I'm not I, voting. I feel, like, so it's fine. <laughs> I feel like my allegiance isn't even that strong. Wow. I, that just means that I automatically know who I'm going to go for because if you're going to stronghold the Bateman team. Well, see, you're voting, though. You can't go in with biases. I'm not voting, so I can't biases. Wow. <laughs> Besides, we are outnumbered. Team Bateman is outnumbered in this group. <laughs> for good reason. Team for Bateman. good reason. I think that, I honestly think that Guy's going to win this. I think Guy will be, Guy is more, this is why, and this is why, in a debate match. 
Another question is, if you ever watch those who argue, I think Guy is more impassioned about his argument, and I think he sways people, sway people with his arguments that way. But here's the thing. Ben's got knowledge on his head. Ben knows is, the game. Knowledge ben matter? knows how to argue. No, it doesn't. But what matters in this specific, um, in this realm, like how we judge, how fans are going to judge it and how they vote, is who has the better argument. It's not whether or not the argument wins over or whether it's smarter or anything like that. It's who's able to articulate their argument better. And that's absolutely nothing against andrew guy andrew guy i've been a team guy person since day one it's not a thing but i'm just saying ben, so what do you ben, got? Ben, what do you I, got, Danny? ben knows how to talk I just who do you ben have danny who do you have danny <laughs> team guy or team trader oh, <laughs> oh, gonna... oh no team snickers <laughs> that's when he's having a surprise cameo from Snickers. Snickers just barks a couple times, and everyone votes for Snickers. And that's what it is. That's really what it is. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know who's gonna win this. That's why it's gonna be so just fucking remember, fun. I don't know the questions either. To be fair, yeah. I don't know the questions. Just remember, Andrew Guy saw Jake Acevedo throwing out the champ's lead shirt, and he still hasn't been forgiven. So, Andrew Guy's gonna watch this episode, see you say you don't have faith in him. And he's going to remember it. We're See, all but Ben's been it. extremely forgiving for people who have been totally against him and then suddenly root for him. So, like, who who's going to be forgive you if you make mess up? It's Ben. Ben is are, more forgiving. Are y'all watching? Team Guy is taking over the show. <laughs> and it's going to be Team Guy no matter what happens. <laughs> Are y'all are y'all watching this right now? Are y'all watching this these these devils and these angels on my shoulders right now? <laughs> I like to tell me which team to go over to. Wow. It's team guy. That's my girl. All right. All right. If you're going to put me in a corner and you're going to make baby say something, baby's going to say team guy. Okay. There you go. All right. Good. Kelsey, you're wrong. I'm sorry, Kelsey. Kelsey. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, Kelsey. It's not your fault. Well, no. It's not your fault, Kelsey. It's not your fault. Damn it. Oh, man. Damn it. Curses foiled again. But uh, that's that's all we have, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> now we're on top of Kelsey. Jeez. That's what she said. Uh, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kelsey. I had to. It always is. It's fine. I'm used to it. It was right there. <laughs> I'm always under you, too. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Kelsey, my heart. Well, no, no, no. I guess we are going called action after dark. Um. <laughs> anyways, so that's all we have to predict, I think, for this show, uh, for our call to the network. I think that's everything, right? Yep, just that we'll be back next week for live. So we will see yeah. you then with talking about the amazing matches that happened this next week. Okay. So that will be fun. All right. And I guess we're going to finish this up with questions from the chat. Uh, we might do a segment a little bit shorter because we had some questions and stuff when we had our amazing guest. But we'll take some questions if you got any for us. you have any questions for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're cool people too, y'all. And I mean, we're not superstar status, but yeah. I mean, we're, we're we're not okay. flirting flouts. We're not flirting flouts. Nobody but flouts is flouts. But I mean, we're still on the internet. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
<laughs> Put that on my gravestone. I don't hate guys. Why do you I hate guys? Do I know Kel why does Kelsey, why do you hate Andrew Guy? What I has do he done to you? I hate Andrew Guy. I just think Ben is the greatest player to ever be in Schmodown, and I support him. So, mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. so there we uh, what fan leaguers should compete next season? Honestly, we I don't follow the family. I don't follow the family. Yeah, we're not we're not necessarily the ones to ask family questions for. Um, we try to mm -hmm. as much as we can, but definitely Adelaide or Alex, those are people yeah. who to ask those family questions for. Absolutely. Definitely want to check more out from the fan leagues. We do have a show on this channel. Adelaide does the show called to the fan leagues, mm -hmm. which is if anyone else is interested in that, definitely check that out. Yep. Fan links are not mm -hmm. our type. Sorry, everyone. There are two devils on Kel. That's true. We are both devils. That is true. Uh, You're trying to corrupt me, guys. Help. <laughs> Question of the week. How much does someone have to pay us to shave our hair? $100 billion. And then I'll consider it. <laughs> like, there's, I, I don't look... I would not look good bald, so don't... Mm -mm. There's no amount of money that you could give me that would be fine with that. You would have to um, consistently be paying my bills for as long as my hair is that weird length. So that would be the only way that that would work is if it was on contract that you would pay my bills for as long as my hair is growing out. So. For me, it's a lot easier. I just say, make me an offer. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Exactly. What you can fucking give Paul $10. His hair will grow back. Yeah. This took years. <laughs> this uh, this took seven years. Do you know how long my hair is right now? This is how long my I have to stand up to show you how long my hair is. My and you can't even see it. <laughs> you can't get me to shave my head bald. That's all. Yeah, Paul. Do I? Do you feel better after throwing me into the fucking bus? Uh, a little always, bit. Always. Always. You know, what do you expect from Paul? What do you expect? It's not like I said something. But it's not like I mentioned that you. Didn't call Janine part of the Action Army or anything like that. So I can mention that at all. I just talk about yeah. something different. Paul, what is my favorite flouse song? Uh, I I love the one that Chris that DJ Floby played today, and with his voice in the background. Uh, I yeah, I got to be included in a song. I am now in a song yeah. by Flouse and Floby, and it's just it is canon now. Uh, for Danny, what fantasy movie is the best? Oh, The Princess Bride or Never Ending Story? I mean, Labyrinth, Princess Labyrinth, Bride. Bride, Never Ending Story. <clears throat> Ooh, um, those all have uh, very deep cuts for me as a child because I think I watched them all, including uh, Willow, into that category like around the same time in my life, very early. Princess Bride is one of my favorite movies, um, but I will have to say Labyrinth. Labyrinth is, I will pick Labyrinth over all of them. Um, that movie caught me at a very particular time in my life. Um, I found that movie out by myself. Labyrinth was the first movie that I can ever remember discovering. No one told me about it. No one in my family was into it. It was something that I found. Um, I can't, I honestly can't even remember how Labyrinth came into my life, but, um, you know, the song of the babe and stuff like that, Jennifer Conley, David Bowie, um, the Labyrinth definitely, it, I, the Labyrinth, it's the Labyrinth. I get it, I get it. 
That's but I will do a watch the book episode about Princess Bride at some point. So, yeah. yes. Uh, part is just a decent for all of us, I guess. Point Break or Fast and the Furious? Point Break. Pardis, I'm so sorry. You know I love you, my dude, but it's Point Break. I hate Fast and the Furious. I've seen two of the movies, no interest. None. It is Point Break by far. Although, I will say that as Fast and Furious goes on, it does get a lot more entertaining. It's much more ridiculous. you got to be in the right moment for it, but it's basically a superhero movie without being superheroes. Uh, it's funny as hell, um, but it's ridiculous, and it's definitely Point Break. Um, unless you mean the 2012 point break, and then I'll give it to Fast and the Furious. 100% over that, no matter what. Uh, Mountains, Middle Earth Media, what is your favorite movie starring Robert Downey Jr.? Isn't one of the main people in it? I mean, he's sort of, but if I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Wonder Boys, I have a weird love for that movie. (laughs) And he is in that movie, and it's great. You should check it out if you haven't watched it. Say either. I don't want to say any Iron Man movie. I think that's not, it's too easy to say. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Either Sherlock Holmes or Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was the first movie that came to my brain, but um, I don't know. I don't know. All right. I'm gonna have to watch some Downey Jr. movies. Dan, any chance of a Shmobes rematch between Garth and you? Ooh, Garth. Ooh, buddy. You ready for this rematch, bro? You're going to have to talk to Alex about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. We have no say. We have, we have no say when it comes to Shmobes. We don't. Just like no one has a say when it comes to chill, we don't have a say when it comes to Shmobes. So we'll talk to Alex about that. Hopefully we'll get that in there soon because I'd love to defend my title, y'all. Uh. Me too. I want to know also. Um, anyway, Jeremiah Morris, when are we getting a Star Wars match on C2A? Why? Who the fuck is going to compete in it other than Paul? Jerry would jump on. He likes I to- play. Kelsey, Kelsey can absolutely. There we go. I might not win, but I'll play. <laughs> I'd play if we do it. I would probably play an exhibition match of some kind. So. It would be. Ryan Nussbaum, who should Guy partner up with? Uh, well, it's obvious it's a flirt and flouse. Flirt and flouse. We, flouse. we just talked about that. Who else? They're just, they're, per- they're perfectly balanced. I mean, like, they perfectly balanced about their personality types. I mean, like, can you imagine them on stage, their entrance with his music playing in the background? Or, oh. I would say, in all seriousness, I like to see him teamed up with someone like the family was a very big success because of the makeup of the team. It had Drew McQueenie has the godfather of the knowledge, whereas Drew had the game leadership and the, the character that way. I think it has a successful way to go. So we can find somebody like that. Somebody maybe like a Matt Atchity might be a good person for him. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe somebody like that, or maybe Jim Vegvoda or Vevoda. Would be another type of person, but I know he's not on the same team anymore, not on the same uh, team. But faction. ones I would go with, team factions. Thank you. But if um, I had to pick somebody, I'd say actually it would be a good choice. Unless, I, unless honestly, let I me mean, really quick say this: it's Ben Bateman, but that's far in the future. That was my answer. That's the fantasy one. So that is the answer. Though. That is me. Yeah, Andrew Guy and Ben Bateman as a team is probably the uh, the best outcome that I think any of us can come up with. But um, I think him and Janine would do well together. Um, 
I know that if a lot of people saw anything that why Andrew Guy kind of stepped out of the rom-com matches is is just because he doesn't necessarily feel as confident as a lot of people assume that he is in that. And I think that that's just true kind of CYA, like cover your ass. I think that's just Drew kind of making sure that like if he doesn't do that well in it, then it then it's fine. Um, he doesn't have to do it because if he doesn't, I don't you understand kind of what I'm saying. But um, I I think that because Janine, I think that he and Janine have similar but also different enough taste that they would work very well as a team together and i think that they would vibe well as a team together to where um they would have no no problems kind of shooting the shit off of non-schmodown stuff and i think that's an important factor when it comes to your teammate to be able to be able to Mm -hmm. have fun with them and be friends with them in a certain way that allows that relaxed vibe in the studio. Fair enough. I agree. So I, I still think that he and Janine would make a great team together. Yeah. Yeah. That was going to be mine. It's like, I'm always, I want the, him back with Ben. I want team action reunited. I want to see my daddies get back together again. Like just kiss and make up. It's fine. But if that can't happen right now, just, I don't know, even just gameplay aside and things like that. I want to see them with Janine because I would just, I love them so much together. They're so, they're just, it'd be great. It'd be entertaining. 100%. Their entrances would be awesome. I, it would be cool. The entrances would be so much fun. <laughs> Samantha Ramirez wants to know the best moment by the Flowers, personally hers, when he won his sixth WWE belt in 2009. <clears throat> Do you have a favorite, Danny? Mine was when he won the Grammy for, um, for best song in uh, 1990. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a great one right there. Kelsey, do you have one? I heard this rumor. I don't know if it's entirely true, but there was a designer shoe store that was burning down. He ran inside and saved all the shoes. I mean, like, just hero's work. And then he's going to autograph picture to all the people whose fortunate family members didn't make it out of the fire, but... At least he sent those pictures because he cares. Oh just, my was, god. Zafaus is the fucking legend. I think. Such a good guy. Oh my, god. my favorite Flaus moment was when the controversy happened when, like, Millie Vanilli, who was accused of lip syncing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tarnished for about like, six months. And then he went and he put his skills into action. He dug out that it was really David, David Hasselhoff who framed him. Yes. He cleared his name and, yes. and brought the world joy knowing that ah, he is truly the greatest of all time. So it's not, it wasn't a falsehood. It wasn't a fakery. He, he, uh, you know what? I'm extremely proud of Zavaus for not even mentioning his actual drama with Hasselhoff. Like, yeah. That was so good. So good. Such a classy, classy man. man. Who wins Smet versus Parker? That's we're talking about it for the whole thing. I I don't know. I got how dare you? How dare you? I'm gonna say Smets. I'm gonna say Smets, but it's it's ask me tomorrow. I could say Parker. Yeah, that's how I am too. It's just like ask me in five minutes. I could say Parker. (laughs) (laughs) No, I will always say Smets, except when it comes to Back to the Future. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I just mispronounced a general's last name. Who? Who did I? Lacavetta. Who did I? Who did I uh, mispronounce? You know who? I, did I mispronounce somebody? No, I, I don't. Not that I noticed. I don't know what Lacavetta is talking about. All right. 
T2A crew are the Goonies good enough? Always. I love the Goonies. I'm a big fan of the Goonies. I know I watched the Goonies as a kid. I do not remember it. I need to, I own it. I need to rewatch it. It's one of my favorite movies growing up. I actually had a great big love for it. I think it was the idea of, uh, of, um, the treasure hunt and the labyrinth underneath. And I, I had a big heart for that. But what I say? Part of Jesse Dason? Am I wrong? I don't know. But now Pardis is mad at us and it's all you Sorry, Pardis. Tell me how to pronounce it then. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. I don't wanna I don't wanna say it wrong. So Malcolm thinks Matt Kearns could be in Star Wars. I think that's not true. But I <laughs> he's Matt Kearns knows his stuff, there's no doubt about it. But uh, I definitely would not mind facing him in a match. Uh, mm-hmm. question. How much will you partake in tonight? We will deform sentences for children's action. She will be able to, I'll take that for her. She will be able to perform sentences. She's a very professional. She's a professional. Wait, how much will you be partaking today? And will you be able, oh, oh, okay. I get it. I get it. This is obviously a, because we are past a midnight hour. I was very confused. I was like, what? What children action tonight? We're done. Uh, <laughs> we just did children action. But for tomorrow, um, I will be fine. I did uh, fun behind-the-scenes sort of stuff. I did reach out to Paul a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, damn it. We scheduled something on 420. Um, was not necessarily – totally forgot that 420 was on a Monday. Um, and I do not feel completely comfortable being lit the fuck out for a chilled action show. So. Thanks, I will not be partaking in as much uh, tomorrow, but tonight, for after we get done with this, and um, definitely after Monday for the rest of the month of April, you will not be able to get a hold of me until May 1st. So. Fair enough. I'm sorry, Par- I'm sorry, Pardon. You let me know how to pronounce it again. I thought I pronounced it right the first time I ever mentioned it, but I don't know. Maybe not. Um, why do women love Randy Orton? I don't know. I don't know who Randy Orton is. He's a wrestler. I um, okay. I was about to say I know I've heard that name before, but yes, wrestling. Arceo, I don't know where. I do not know either because I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, would you rather watch movie forty three or Cats? Cats. I've actually not. I haven't seen either. I haven't seen either. Um, cats. <laughs> I have a morbid curiosity about cats, so I bet cats. Cats. <laughs> No, you can't, Brandon. Don't go front. Trust me, you can't. <laughs> favorite stoner movie. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, look, here's the deal, y'all. I am a purist, and I will absolutely say Up in Smoke 100% first. Um, but um, Half-Baked is also one of my all-time favorite movies. Abba Zabba, You My Only Friend. If anyone has ever had a Big Chew, I've never had an Abba Zabba before, but Big Chew is basically the same thing as an Abba Zabba. So anytime I get a Big Chew, I always like to just, Abba Zabba, You My Only Friend. So um, that's also a good one. Half-Baked is one of my favorite ones. Uh, How High is... A fucking favorite stoner movie of mine. I love Red Man. Red Man has been Red Man and Method Man. You can't, you really can't say one without the other, really, truly. But um, I love both of them as rappers. Their music when I was a lot younger was super influential to me. So to see them on How High was 
Hilarious. I had so much fun with that. I also really love to watch Super High Me with Doug Benson. It's a documentary. It's not necessarily a movie, a movie, but Super High Me is one of my favorite things to watch because it's just it's I love documentaries in general. So documentaries are a big thing for me. So to be able to catch stoner documentaries are a lot of fun. And I like Doug Benson. So I think that I have a lot of fun with that. But I also really like Jane Silent Bob. Um, that's a great, that's a great one. Um, one? don't, don't be a menace. Oh, the first one, uh, don't, uh, Jane Silent Bob straight back. Oh, back. So, um, that, that one in particular, Boo Boo Kitty Fuck is, was, is hilarious to me. I, I think watched it today. You watched it today? I did. It's so good. It so, uh, I'm trying to think of any other sooner movies like right off the bat, but I can't, those are the, those are the first few don't be a menace to south central also mm-hmm. uh those are the first few that kind of come to my brain do y'all have any stoner movies that i have mine i actually watched it last night i don't know if it technically counts as a star movie but it's a movie about marijuana so it's called uh reefer madness music movie musical i and haven't seen it <laughs> it's so good the music is so catchy uh it's like reefer madness uh turning all our children into hooligans and whores like it's like this whole like scary like they turn marijuana turns over and zombies so it's like supposed to scare children i mean parents and tell any children smoke pot and things like that but it's a musical got kristen bell in it it is so fun and so ridiculous and i love it because it's a musical too and i love musicals so. i can see people in the chat harold and kumar days and confused <laughs> definitely absolutely those are great that was actually my choice if days and confused count yes. that would probably be my my choice either that or jane silent bob so or what or jane silent bob those are the jane silent bob. so yeah any of the Jane Silent Bob movies, to be honest with you. Uh, have you have you ever looked at the back of a twenty dollar bill? Have you ever looked at the back of the twenty dollar bill on weed? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, John Stewart. That's John Stewart's part of it. It's hilarious. Jesse, Jesse Dawson. Okay, Jesse Dawson. Jesse Dawson. 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 Remember Dawson. the guy said that on the stream earlier today. Dawson. Jesse Dawson is in Dawson's Creek. Dawson. Mm-hmm. Good night, Jerry. You're gonna you're actually gonna oh, I think we're all gonna Biodome. I saw Biodome in there also. That's a great movie as well. I do love that. Uh, I know that Tank Girl isn't necessarily a stoner movie, but if you think about those kangaroos, like you could and you watch that movie stoned, it's definitely like a movie for stoners. So watch Tank Girl High. Snowpiercer is a good movie with that hair. Oh, I love Snowpiercer. Oh, it's so good. With that hair. So anyway, uh is that it then I guess? Mm-hmm. Sorry, right, Kelsey. Wanna- Nope, you're fine. I just want to say to Samantha, it's on Amazon Prime, so you can go check it out there. It's fun. I love it. The music's great. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I'm so that- sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Grandma's Boy. I don't know how I forgot Grandma's Boy. Grandma's <laughs> Boy is one of my favorite movies ever. Garth. Oh my God. Thank you for saying that. I'm so I cannot believe that I forgot about Grandma's Boy. But Grandma's Boy is so <laughs> fucking great. I love that movie so much. Grandma's Boy is one of those weird like date movies like that's how I kind of judge people that I'm dating like if you don't like grandma's boy I don't think that I can date you so solid strategy I think y'all have those Fair no one um, y'all don't have I feel like that was just like no one else has that no one has a um, movie that they put on to judge other people not that I can Star think Wars. of but I think <laughs> mine's only schmodown sh- like I will like talk about it and then show them the tra- and if they don't seem to show interest and I'm like well this is not gonna work out <laughs> so but that's a solid strat like I said I gotta think of what my movie would be because that would probably be helpful 
All right. Well, I think that is all the questions in the chat. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. This has been a spectacular evening. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight because I'm just like buzzed from the excitement of the flute and flowers behind him on our show. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. And let me let my amazing guests plug where you can find them. Paul, where can people find you? Uh, at Paul underscore the new on Twitter. Um, you can also find me on Chilled Action every week. Also, you can find me on Class Action every week. Show I do on the Action Industries YouTube channel with Richard Eric Jarvie. And I will announce now, I believe it's going to be May 3rd, but I'm not positive. We'll be doing a live stream with Class Action. Uh, myself, Richard Eric Jarvie, and guests, uh, Matthew Kearns, Maddie Kearns, and Mark Ryan. And we'll be doing the ranking of the live action Superman movie. So, oh, yay! That should be a lot of fun there. I'll let you guys know more about it when I get closer, when I solidify. I know they're definitely coming on, and just the date and the time are not quite hammered home yet. So, and uh, one more thing, of course, I do PLD projects uh, on my own YouTube channel where I do a show about Star Wars, a show about V. I'm going to start up the Harris Don soon, and I have one more show in the works. Uh, I'm going to be entitled Not That Bad. I'll just leave it like that for now. So, I'm intrigued. Can't wait to find out more about that. All right. And Danny, where can people find you? What's up, y'all? You know me. You can find me on Twitter at Danny Joy, D-A-N-I-E-E-J-O-Y. You can find me there. You can also find me here every Monday on the Call to Action Network doing Chill to Action with my favorite co-host, Paul Denuzio. So find us here tomorrow. We have Brianne Chandler coming on for Chill to Action. We have uh, uh, Bobby Gucci coming on the week after that. Uh, very special event for Star Wars. And then uh, Andres Cabrera the Monday following that. So uh, be on the lookout. You can also find me on my own personal channel. Um, Once I get to 100 subscribers, then I can make my domain name. So if you all want to help out for that, that would be great. I would really appreciate it. You can find me there doing uh, my show called Watch the Book, where I go and I analyze books and there are movie adaptations and stuff like that, the similarities and differences and other little tidbits that you may not have known. Also, uh, TBRs, a lot of book booktube type of stuff going on in there. So TBRs, uh, hauls, uh, wrap-ups, different things like that. You can find me there. And as always, on here. Woo! <laughs> Indeed. All right. And you can find me at KelseyKins90 on Twitter and Instagram. Also on the Call to Action Podcast Instagram, so you can interact with me there. T Public, we've got merch. So check that out if you need some new gear to wear, but you don't leave the house. You know, you just want to look nice in your house. You can order some stuff there. Um, I also have my own YouTube channel. I'm trying to get to 100 subs so I could have a YouTube name that I could just say and not have to like send to people. So that would be great. So if you can help me get to 100 subs, that would be awesome. I do Harley Quinn reviews, trailer reactions, and live streams. I will probably be doing another live stream this week. Um, if you are interested in being a co-host guest on my show, let me know. I'm probably going to do it Thursday night, I believe. Um, so let me know if you're interested. Um, had some amazing guests on my first episode for sure. And yeah, you can always find me here. You'll find me here next week on Call to Action Live and occasionally on Schwobates. So can't wait to see you I'm so sorry, really quickly. I and and as Dean Morgan says in the chat, I do have a Twitch channel. And later tonight, y'all, I am trying to go live on my Twitch. So oh, cool. um if I do that, then I will send out a link on my Twitter. So go and check out for that. But tonight I am trying to go live on my Twitch. Just and so also May first. May first is uh watch the book, right? May first is watch the book, yes, absolutely. <laughs> that is 
That is a set date. May 1st will be the uh, the very first episode of Watch the Book covering Big Fish. So make sure that you check out my channel for that. Not going to premiere. It's not going to be live. It's just going to show up on Friday, May 1st at 9 a.m. So be on the lookout for that, y'all. Salute, everybody. All right. See you guys next time.